The train headed for Sunset City will be departing soon. Is it time, like, right now? Yeah, yeah, we, we're live. Like, the show? Yeah, the show is live, Wayne. Like, it's on, like, yeah, right now. Yeah, just in introduce the show, please. Oh, like, oh, like, like the show we agreed. is currently live at this moment right now. Okay. Okay, no, it's not, then. I'll just fucking take it off. <laughs> hey there, gone. everyone! Welcome back to Sunset City, a Sonic podcast for the classic and modern age. Uh, over on the far end of the table, with seven rings in hand, we have Channel Pup. Hey, sorry, I was drinking. Hey. Uh, sitting next to him, bashing a talking sword with a big rock, we have Nick. I died. Yeah. Or rather... I had a dream I died last night, and it really messed me up. It messed me up really badly. Were you at your own funeral yeah, and crying just... and sobbing and shit? Well, no, just like the actual, the actual act of dying. That's what the dream kind of led into. You saw yourself it was, die? It was, no. So it was like an so out-of-body experience. Was, we were on a runway. I say me. I was in, was in the, the co-pilot seat. Pup, I think you were trying to fly it, but you just kept... You wouldn't actually ever take off, and then there was this giant plane behind us that was also gonna go on the runway. And you know how you sometimes can make your dreams you can you can direct your dreams without meaning to. Like, for example, I was like, Oh man, I hope the engine doesn't blow up on that other plane, and then oh no, the engine blew up on the other plane. And it just crept cre creeping closer and closer and closer, and then suddenly everything stopped. And then I was like, why, why, is, why is everything frozen? And then I realized, oh, the impact was so swift, I didn't even realize it happened. It had already happened, and I'm just stuck in this still frame. And everything started just, just spiraling away a little bit, and it kept getting harder and harder to, to think. And I'm like, this, this is what dying must be. So I want to scream, but I can't scream. I want to call for help, but I can't call for help. And things were just fading away little by little. And it was the most terrifying thing. And then I woke up. I guess we're and even now after you invited fucking criminal terrorists to my fancy dress party that time and wouldn't even ask them to leave. Oh yeah, I forgot about that dream. Yeah, that and happened. That's, that's how, uh, that's how Nick became Frozen from the hit movie Frozen. Makes you wonder, though. You know what I mean? So, for those wondering, Gilly and Sirius once again have hemorrhoid um that'll teach him to rub each other's chocolate starfishes together but um yeah they won't be in attendance today um but it is gilly's birthday so if you do want to send some money his way you can do it via sunset city and he will get a share it uh and they will get but read do you ever out of the think end. about that what it must be like when your brain is dying and it's just starting to spark away a little bit, and all is left in your brain can't even put together a thought. There's just little bits and pieces struggling to hold on to whatever is left of yourself, and all that's left. I remember just trying to fear. have this like literal conversation you with you during a car journey, and you were like, I don't want to talk about this. But yeah. I, I remember, why is this making me think of that one bit from like the Family Guy Star Wars special where Lois is talking about what it would have been like for Obi-Wan to get beheaded? Yeah, that's kind of what I was thinking about. Or like Wild Wild West, when they chop off the head, and then they put like projector in there saying like, oh, it burns the last thing you, you saw. I'm going to be real with everybody. What I've a never seen Wild movie. Wild West. <laughs> what a quality movie. 
I've uh, I think I saw it. I think I perceived the giant steampunk spider as a child, and that's the only thing from that movie I've ever known. That's the only thing that in the movie. That and you reciting the the rap. Everyone knows the rap more than they know the movie. Imagine if, like, when you die, your consciousness like remains. So, like, say say the body's dead, you still got the consciousness. You can still feel people, you know, tapping at your willy and stuff like that, checking if you're alive. And uh, when they cremate you, you can feel the heat from that. And when you're a skeleton, you can feel the cold because you can't, you know, feel the skin on your bones anymore. And you can feel the darkness that comes with, you know, your bones being bare. Wait, hang on. You don't become a skeleton after getting cremated. Let me try that again. So when you're ashes, you can, you can feel that itchiness of, you know, being a pile of dust and the claustrophobia of being stuck inside an urn. And then it's just or like... Or uh, release your ashes somewhere. Oh well, yeah, but I, then you're just all over the place, aren't you? you know? yeah, or in a, a can of Folger's coffee just getting, like, set out into the wind over the ocean. It'd be a hellish existence, but it would be an existence. The it would. The terrifying idea is the lack of it, trying to comprehend that. It, well, that's the thing is, like... My brain apart. There's no guarantee that death is not fucking torturously awful. And, like, you tend to think, well, you know, would, would it really be that cruel, you know? But it's like, you know, people go through cruel things in life, so, you know, you can't rule out that, you know, death is, you know, equally cruel or maybe even more so, you know? It could just be terrible for absolutely everyone, you know? Like, everybody dies, everybody gets punished for the life they've lived, regardless of how well they've lived, you know? I've got Again, a question. Though, it's existence in general. I think I would take that over the lack of it. Oh, yeah, I, I like have, being alive, you know? I have a mm -hmm. question. Why are we talking so much about this? Because we're Sonic fans. Death is fucking scary, man. Okay. Anyway, what's in the news, guys? Um, all right, what do we got? Okay, so uh, this is kind of more of a cautionary, I guess, because uh, we're not going to go into any, any detail on it, but uh, there are leaks surrounding Sonic Frontiers Update 3 out there. So, uh, be, uh, be vigilant, I guess, you know, keep an eye out for, um, any, uh, vigilant and find as many as you can. Yeah. Yeah. Literally just, you know, even, even if you don't want to get spoiled, just be sure to read them thoroughly, you know? Um, yeah, that's, that's what we got. Data miners got it out of update two. They got lots of script bits and pieces and stuff like that. And, uh, we won't be talking about it, but it does sound cool. I I subjected myself to it because I couldn't. Sorry. Um, yeah. And then, all right, we got we got more news. If if that's what we have to say about update three. Yeah, because I think uh, at this point it was like Nick and I were both both just kind of like I don't really want to. You don't want to find I out. Just, I don't. I don't blame you for not wanting to find out. I don't blame anyone for not wanting to find out. Yeah, yeah. So, like, especially, like, uh, it's one thing if Sega themselves comes out with a trailer and be like, hey, here's what's going to be in Update 3. Um, yeah, of course. It's another yeah, it's another thing with, like, leakers suck about, like, the kind of information from these things they, they let out there. And uh, they will just give away, like, every story beat and, you know, all the, the really cool stuff that would have been really neat as a surprise and knowing that it's coming serves no purpose other than to deflate the excitement mm, i don't know i, I mean i'm i'm excited play. knowing what i know if you get me more excited than i was prior but again i won't be divulging any of these super exciting details because 
Again, that's, you know, we're not like a leaks channel, you know? Damn. Well, I told no, you there'd be consequences! I will say this, though, like, Sonic, Sonic Team's not like my, uh, they're, I don't trust them. I just don't trust them. It's like it's more like I want to check in on their homework, like make sure you're doing the assignment properly, uh, yeah, more than sure. like oh gosh, I opened my Christmas presents early. Because I think a lot of us are worried, like okay, but what exactly does it mean playable characters? Because you guys haven't touched these guys in a million years, so for me, it's like on the off chance that they actually surprise me and do something really cool with this, I want to see that firsthand, not hear about it on a Twitter thread, and then like just know what to expect going into the update. I tell you Considering what. Considering that it's like all free anyway, and we all own the game, it's just like, yeah, I'll wait. <laughs> just want it to come out. In terms of like um, leaks and stuff, there is one leak that I'm glad I bloody knew before I played Sonic Frontiers, and that was when it leaked what the final two islands were. I'm glad I knew that ahead of time because oh, yeah. otherwise I would have been mortified. Fair. Um, but yeah, just for everybody in the chat, uh, be respectful to the other fans um so if you've done some poking around don't don't be spoiling stuff for people so that's that's all there is to it just be careful if you're on twitter yourself and uh yeah otherwise we can wait a couple months and we'll see what they've they've been cooking up poking around and bragging about it you know um okay well yeah so next up um sega's uh sega of japan i think the CEO has been teasing remakes and remasters. Um, so they did say this in... What do we, what do we got on that? Um, any kind of speculation you want to throw out there? I think the obvious one is, like, everyone's expecting a remaster of Sonic Adventure 1 and or 2. Uh, if you're doing a remaster or a remake of any kind, that's one that they've specifically called out before. And so if there's one that's most likely to, to get that treatment, that'd probably be it. Now, personally, uh, if I'm talking Sega remakes and remasters, Sonic is kind of low on my list of things I would like to see, but that's, you know, mm -hmm. me. So um, I, sorry, I agree, yeah. No, you go ahead. Oh. Well, I, I was going to say, yeah, I think the adventure games are the obvious one for the remake treatment. Um, like, that's, that's one I think everyone wants, you know? Like, and I think, you know, doing, like, a double bundle of Sonic Adventure 1 and 2... Could be, you know, quite a big deal if they, you know, get it right and everything. Um, and I think in terms of the remaster department, like, if, you know, if it's not a full-on remake, can the fucker in the car outside my window stop tooting? Um, yeah. If they're just doing remasters, I think the one people are asking for the most is Sonic Unleashed. And I, I noticed that, um, I think it was Katie Krasnonski, or however you pronounce her name, uh, she put out on Twitter a thing saying, like, what, you know, Sonic game would you most like to see get a remaster? And the response was overwhelmingly Sonic Unleashed. So I, if Sega are listening, I think, you know, that's one the fans really want. I've heard a lot of musings about, like, a Sonic Heroes remake as well. Um, I think that one's quite ripe for the remake treatment. That would be quite a good one. Um, just as, like, a means of, you know, fixing it up a bit, because I think that game has a lot of potential... But there's also a lot wrong with it as well. I mean, is that true? A lot of Sonic games during that time. But, you know, it still, you could make a really cool game out of Sonic Heroes. And I'd like to see them, you know, realize that potential. Uh, one I haven't seen anyone say, though, aside from myself, is I would like it if we could get a remake of Sonic Forces and do it properly this time. Get Ian Flynn writing the story and everything and just, you know, 
go over it again, revisit the Phantom Ruby Saga, bring Infinite in, have Dr. Robotnik take over the world, and just do it well, because that was such a cool premise that was so squandered, you know? I'm probably, probably not talking about that one since it's, you know, the last game before Frontiers. <laughs> so I can't imagine that that's high on the priority list to go remake that game immediately. I mean, it's on current... Con well, not even on PS5, but you can play it on current I mean, consoles. it's playable. Yeah. Um, I think the... Shouldn't it be turned up a bit? Oh, gosh. I mean, am I, am I really quiet? Um... You're... you're you're quieter than pup. I can, I, I don't know I'll, I'll turn you up a little on my end and see if that does anything. There you go. Okay. All yeah, right. I can hear and you. I'm, I'm just thinking more, you know, show side. Well, fair enough. Um, I don't know. I, I would assume the, the most obvious ones would be, like, for Unleashed, you, you don't really need to remake the game. Like, it's already pretty. Just make it more widely available. Like, they they 4K'd it up. They, they made it run a little bit better on Xbox uh series x just just put that on modern consoles as it is it's gonna do just fine but yeah. you really don't need to to do anything with that um i'd say you could do a few quality of life tweaks here and there i guess like you know fixing up um the moon medallion quota <laughs> you know you could reduce that um i think it's weird that sonic fans have such a short-term memory that they want them to even fucking touch any of the games after Origins and after Colors. Well, I was like about I... to make a joke and say, give it to Blind Squirrel, you know, give him a nice yeah. tight deadline and we can watch them bash the game with a hammer and put a blue filter, bl bl fuck, bloom filter over it. I honestly think one of the best things Sega could do at this, per at this point is to find a good uh, developer or, or find like a good like um, team to, to work on one of these things, uh, <laughs> say what they want and then go away and stay hands off. The remake fuck, is um fuck off. Like <laughs> the remaster, sorry, is Frontiers. They've just fixed the pop in. Big new release. Ugh. Sonic Frontiers Ultimate. No pop in. It's like you can fix that with just like a visual effect. That's all you really need. Well yeah, like Fucking, there's mods out there. Tears of the Kingdom does that. Yeah, there's mods out that fix the pop in. Um which literally just make the draw distance bigger. <laughs> no idea yeah. why they couldn't do that for like PS5 and PC and all that, but they didn't. But, like, even then, let's say, okay, like, the game is just that fucking crazy as, you know, you gotta, uh, you gotta have a little pop in, you gotta have a low draw distance, you, you, a fade effect or something, you know? Like, yeah, that's <laughs> what I'm, uh, do like yeah. a, just little digital squares be like, oh, this is like warping into existence or whatever, you know? And, and even then, it's like Switch is like the only console where if it, I don't know. That's that's opening up a whole different discussion. It's but... the really fucking funny thing about Frontiers, though, is it is on one hand, it's the greatest fucking game ever made. Better than sliced bread. On the other hand, it's just the most basic game things that they haven't done. Like, switching up the fucking parameters for the pop-in, and also making a smooth IK on the surfaces so that Sonic doesn't turn himself into a pretzel trying to run up a different terrain. But, um... Hey, you know, it's like, you know, some people that have never made a game before made, like, the best game ever. It's brilliant. I love it. <laughs> I do love it. I really love it. We, we know. <laughs> as far as, like, Sonic remakes or stuff like that, I, I wouldn't remake Adventure 1 and 2. I think they're time capsules, and I think they worked for what they were trying to do of the day. I don't really think you could remake them without making them completely different video games. So, at that point, why? Why? I just, I don't know, like, if there's any quality of life improvements, I would probably not have overlapping dialogue 
in the cutscenes for Sonic Adventure 2. I'm getting tired of seeing people saying like that's kind of brilliant because it's like real life. Shut up. <laughs> this is not real life. It looks terrible. Yeah, in real life, we don't like, talk over each other at all. Well, no, I'm, I'm no, joking. But, I agree with you. It, it, it's a bad thing. <laughs> I mean, I, I would do things like that. Maybe, maybe touch up the localization and stuff like that. But I kind of like the old. Yeah, no, definitely charm. overlapping dialogue real bad. Sorry. <laughs> Sorry, I just had to get one more in there. If I was going to remake any of them, I don't know if it's like a full-on remake. I, I think I would like an advanced collection that just gives you proper widescreen. Yeah. I think widescreen for those games would make a world of difference. Maybe tweak how you get the Chaos Emeralds, because the original way you do it in the later games is absolutely ridiculous. But I, I would give the portables a little bit more love and attention, because we certainly don't get them. And like the Rush games, like I think with... Yeah, you won't have the dual screen anymore, but I think like screens are big enough as it is that that wouldn't really matter. Yeah, like, definitely. You could kind of, you know, screen. change up the way the camera system works in that game and it wouldn't ultimately be any different, you know, like Yeah, I don't think so. Like you I mean, you'd have to remove the touchscreen stuff for the special stages, but I mean, just that should be fine, honestly. You know what it's actually, now we're thinking about, now we're talking about remakes and stuff like that. I'm I am I'm proud of like Sonic fan bases going in and fixing just the straight up worst games of the series. Like obviously we have Project 06. Like that's a game I would like take it a properly remake. Like go rewrite history. Go make the worst games fun. And fans have put controller input in Sonic Freeriders. And apparently yes. makes a world of difference. Yes, they've taken the most fucking unplayable Sonic game ever and made it work. They've made the game functional um I, i'm yet to play the controller support version it could still be quite a weak water experience for all i know but like i've played you know a bit of sonic freeriders on the connect and the thing is the most unintuitive game like i've played i can think of you know even with games like you know sonic jam on the game.com you know at least pressing right generally makes him go right for the most part you know where it's like you know, the the Kinect yeah. control was just not done well in Sonic Free Riders, you know. I I would just like more I'd like more of that. And I'm noticing someone obviously it's gonna be brought up the storybook games. Bring in the Sonic games without uh traditional controls and put some con traditional controls on the damn things. Like that that makes games much better. Look at Galaxy, look at Skyward Sword. It works. <laughs> Do that. Completely agree. You know what drives me fucking crazy about uh because they put Galaxy on the Switch. Mm -hmm. and i was trying to play it with the pro controller and then this stupid little like star cursor thing is just floating all over the place because there's like gyro control mapped to it and god i fucking hated that i ugh. i wish they'd just gotten rid of it like you don't need to use it you never yeah. need to actually use it i i still have not played through all of galaxy because it just kind of annoys me i i gotta admit like i still the muscle memory because like i've not played galaxy since release but like even playing the switch version like the muscle memory of that game is still in me so I was like, oh, I can't, can't just fling my left hand, and make him spin. I have to press a button. I mean, it's better, but it's just weird. And like the, it was just, God, like the the motion controls for that game are just so superficial. Absolutely hated it. But anyway, that's another conversation for another time. What about? So what are some other? And I feel like some of the answers here are going to be kind of obvious. Best case scenario, you get to have like a. 
Sega's got a catalog of like a, a lot of different IPs and different games and everything like that. What are some things you would really like to see them bring back that are not related to Sonic? Um, we've already gotten some of them back. Um, I'll be honest, I'm kind of tired of Knights and Jet Set Radio being around. Like, if they're going to come back, I want new games. Jet Set Radio, um, I'm like, um, yeah, because that I, I I say Jet Set Radio one is still like pretty available. I mm-hmm. I say just take like the the HD version that's on on Steam and just port that to consoles. I'm not entirely sure why that hasn't been done. That's very silly to me. I think that uh, was on like the 360 generation, wasn't it? No, uh, that was uh, no, 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 no. So I'm sorry. You're right. You're right. I I, I guess that was on there. Uh, but that that's kind of my thing is Jet Set Radio Future. Where the hell is that? Like that got yeah, a release a weird on one dude. That got a, a release on the one. original Xbox, and a lot of fans would argue it's an improvement off of the first in in a lot of ways. And yeah. uh, that one not being made available again is is odd. And uh, and like you said, Knights is also very available. I'm I'm playing it on the Saturn now, and I'm really enjoying it. Uh, what what an adorable little game, but it's also is just like, yeah, it's it's available. I want I want to see something that hasn't had a chance to be out there for a while. You know, I want rare games to be less rare. That would be my my first thing. I mean, if I had the money for it, like they're rare for a reason, right? Like they're. They they weren't making bang for them originally, but like like a lot of Saturn era stuff. I want to see um, Panzer Dragoon Saga. I mean, obviously mm. Panzer Dragoon Two. I I want to get the remakes done for those two. Um, and uh, Skies of Arcadia, definitely. Oh, I, I was Burning trying Rangers. to like yep. Kuzu. I want I want more people to see what because every time people talk like Sonic on the Saturn, like. And it's even like old heads like me, they're like just real still butthurt. Like this is what Sega promised us. And we got this shitty Sonic game instead of like a proper Sonic game. It's like, yeah, but like, look at what Sonic team was doing at the time. They were doing some incredible stuff like Knights, Burning Rangers and stuff like that. Like I want to, I want more people to see how Sonic team evolved and understood 3d without Sonic before they went back to Sonic. I think that would be really cool to revisit that history. Yeah. That and like, um, yeah, I think Skies of Arcadia is the big one for me is the the only two systems that thing was ever released on were commercial failures and it was already kind of hitting a niche market. Uh, Mm -hmm. So that 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 game just really didn't have a chance like either time it was it was released out there. And that's one of my favorite RPGs. I talk about that one a lot and that one has no shortage of fans. So that's not exactly an obscure game, I wouldn't say not not on the same level as some other like. Uh, forgotten Sega franchises, but it's, it's um, a matter of, like understanding like how big your audience is going to be. Like they're they're not. It's not going to be a multi million dollar like smash hit, but like the cult status of it alone will. The the, the gameplay is going to carry it. Yeah, I think yeah, that art would... still works just fine, even if it is dated at this point. It, it it would um it would sell um it's just like it wouldn't. I I was looking yesterday because uh, I noticed uh, apparently. Uh, Sonic, uh, Sonic Racing Transforms actually had a couple of Skies of Arcadia inspired tracks, but Vice himself was a playable character in that, and I do not like that 3D model, and it got me wondering, uh, it was just like, the art style for Skies of Arcadia works so well for 
working with the limitations of the Dreamcast. And I think yeah. it's probably one of the most expressive games I've seen from that era, like the way people's faces move and like uh, just how alive they feel and everything. I'm not sure how that would translate to 3D, and I'm wondering what you would have to do to try to maintain that it on more modern hardware. I don't know. There was just something charming about that. It was like that in Power Stone. It had like this charming, smooth, candy-coated kind of look to everything. I really like how those games look. Yeah. Yeah. You know, because... What about, what about you, Pop? Uh, virtual on Cyber Troopers. That's actually a good, good call. Mm. I think there's still like... I wonder if that stuff's still going on in the arcades around. Anywhere. I've only played it the ones. I played it, you know, that time at uh, Portland with Cirrus. Uh, but yeah, and that was a fun time. I had yeah. great fun with that. That was uh, that was one of those rare occasions where you get my Type 2 ADHD brain to just, you know, sit down and be competitive without just doing random bullshit. Well, that's, that was like, like Sega's like strong suit, and I think that's what they translated best into Sonic, is they, they knew arcade. Like, they understood what makes arcade games fun. That quick, fast, that Twitch, like, and quick, you know, gameplay loop stuff. Like, they're, I mean, all of that stuff's really good. House of the Dead, Crazy Taxi, Virtual One, like, all of that's good because they understood arcades. I and, try, yeah, yeah, Crazy Taxi. Great. Crazy Taxi's fun as fuck, and it's one of the funniest games I've ever played just based off of its principles alone. What is that, then? What's, like, oh, the like, general thing you do in Crazy Taxi? It's literally, uh, so it's very arcadey, uh, like, like Nick was saying, um, but it is, uh, you're, you're a taxi driver, you're plopped down in the middle of a city, you have a time limit, so you need to go pick up a passenger, um, and when you pick up a passenger, you are allotted a little bit more time, and, uh, you need to make it to their destination as quickly as possible, and, uh, whatever, like, uh, time is left over, uh, on the timer, you know, they, they add to, like, your overall timer. Uh, but that, and you also, like, get paid more money depending on how fast you are. And um, if you're, like, avoiding obstacles, but you're getting, like, near misses, if you're doing, like, certain driving tricks and everything like that. And a lot of it is just learning how to drive really well, really fast, and just avoiding shit along the way. But the entire time, it's because you're, you're like, actively trying to get near misses with, like, other cars and, and stuff like that, and there's pedestrians everywhere. It's fucking funny, because you're just constantly hearing people scream around you as you're just driving around like a madman trying to get somebody to Pizza Hut. Like, that's, that's the game. <laughs> Sounds it's, like my kind it, of game. It is so funny, dude. I love Crazy Taxi. Uh, somebody else mentioned um, a Sega bass fishing. You know what? No lie. Not even joking. Bring that back. Like, with Joy-Con support, that was one of the first games I could think of that had, like, a uh, like a good, like, a motion-activated controller, that fishing rod for the Dreamcast. And, and that was part of that Dreamcast collection. Like, that, the 360 era, they were bringing all that stuff to the arcade. Sonic Adventure 1, 2, Crazy Taxi, and Sega bass fishing. Like mm -hmm. that was all part of that that Dreamcast collection. So it's a little weird they just haven't like brought that over to future consoles. Um, I don't know. Oh, Seaman, yeah, Charles, yeah, you know what's up. That's a great one. Did that ever Absolutely. get released on anything outside of the uh, Dreamcast? Not in the states. It, in Play PlayStation Two for Japan, and it got a sequel in Japan as well. Oh wow! Okay, I I think mm. I, I think you know what I think you've made a video about that. Um, I I talked about it briefly in a Christmas episode, I think. 
Was it the Christmas Nights video? No, those no, how no. Sega does Christmas. Right. Um, okay. So I talked about that. So see, man, uh, I want to get my hands well, on. But... Did, like, really <laughs> Come on, man. Come on. You know what you're doing, Wayne. Come on. Oh, I know. That's the joke. Of literally every YouTuber that's covered the game has always made. Yeah, you can see. But uh, I do. Yeah. I do want that game. It's just it's it's really expensive now, especially if you're trying to get like the entire like the entire collection there. You know what? I'm going to shout out Mr. Terry Chaos here. That's that is a great pull. This is the kind of stuff I would love to see. Propeller Arena. Do you guys know the story behind that one? Oh, I I, I can't say that I do. So that that was completed. It never was. Um, it was a yeah, like uh, like Terry's saying here. It was canceled due due to the map set being in New York, considering you know that time of a. Oh <laughs> no! <laughs> but like that was yeah. also. I'm pretty sure it was the Propeller Arena team. Unless it was a different aerial game. But I think that was the team like Yuji Naka walked in and like was starting speaking in Japan like how he wanted to deconstruct the team or like steal some of their tech or use some of their tech for his own stuff or whatever. Hmm. Not realizing that some of the team members understood Japanese and realized he was being an asshole. Well, I hate I'm... him because he's a criminal. I'm I'm looking up some some stuff now and this might be a basic comparison, but I'm thinking of uh, Crimson Skies. Crimson Sky. Oh, yeah. I, no, I think that's like that's a yeah, great that, game, though. Yeah, OG Xbox. That was like one of those. Uh, I think that was one of those. Uh, those first like Xbox Live, um, taking advantage of online multiplayer yeah. and everything like that. It's old like uh, garbage. It's still worthless too. <laughs> oh yeah, yeah. No, I see copies coming all the time. I need to just pick one up already, and uh, and you actually to, uh, sit yeah. down and play it. You need to grab it. It's a really fun game. It's super charming. Yeah. This this uh, I'm I'm totally down though. This propeller arena thing, it, it doesn't matter like what game concept. If it's if it looks like a Dreamcast game, I'll I'll like it more. Yeah. Uh, that's uh that Hi-Fi Rush game. I need to download because now there's a that, skin. Yeah. <laughs> there's a skin for the main character that makes him look super low poly, and he looks very like Dreamcast PS One era. It's that cell shaded look, yeah, super, super sexy. Webster said it in here, and I, and I have to, I see where he's coming from here, but he was saying that uh, Power Stone and um, literally the game I was talking about, or we were talking about Sky's Arcadia, mm -hmm. feels like an evolution of the Mega Man Legends games, their art style. I can kind of see that. Yeah, Skies of Arcadia, I definitely see that that comparison with like especially Mega Man Legends. Legends was doing some really, uh was doing some really great stuff with just uh, expressiveness and, and like what you could actually do with those character models and, and stuff like that. And I respect that a lot. And again, Skies, I think for its time, was almost unparalleled. Uh, it's it's surprising like how much uh, you can tell from the cutscenes and like the emotion and everything. It It's kind of like, shoot, what was that? Vagrant Story for the PS1? Mm-hmm. Uh, that one also was like taking like the, the cinematic angle to a new level. Um, I don't know beautiful. if you've just that seen like art, the way those, huh? The art style is beautiful. That I cannot, I cannot comprehend the mechanics of that game or the, just the systems. I can't figure it out at all. The 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 cutscenes are the standout part. Uh, I've not played it myself, but it was like somebody was showing me like some of the cutscenes from that, and I was appalled. I was like, this was on the fucking PlayStation. Like, how how did they do this? It's so beautiful. Yeah, no, that I to this day I still remember the first time I saw that game. It was absolutely gorgeous. But. Mm -hmm. 
we're, we're kind of getting in the weeds here and leaving poor pup out of the conversation here oh yeah no sorry i got got a little excited man, I'm, there. I'm happy to just kind of listen you know i'm quite tired today I, I think we all are like that's partially my fault though if if it's okay just to go on another little quick tangent here uh-huh i i finally need to get it i need to get a ps5 i finally need to get one absolutely need to get one is it because it finally happened i knew it was gonna happen but they announced a a spider-man 2 themed ps5 with heavy venom themes so i need i need to get that heavy venom themes it looks like it should say that on like the rating of the game i'm (laughs) I'm, rated m for mature heavy venom themes i'm kind of glad i got that like orange shell for my ps5 so that i don't have to worry about getting that because me from like a year ago definitely would have gone crazy trying to get it I might still go after that controller. I, I, I'm really happy that they're selling them all separately. I mean, yeah, so they they are doing the plates and just the plates, right? Yeah. I might yeah, have yeah, to cut the, the plates. But that said, part of me still wants to get those rounded plates, which take away that funny open collar look that the PS5 has. So I'm like, oh, would I rather just get some custom plates, or would I rather get these, you know? Like, it's a, it's a tricky toss-up. Um... But, you know, we'll see how they look on an actual, you know, PS5 model, and then I can kind of decide from there. Um, but, yeah, we also I got... Might... Sorry, go on. I, I might be in the minority here. Does... Is, the, is the design of the, the Spider-Man PS5 plates a little basic, or is that just me? Yep, it's quite basic. I agree. That's one I thing agree. I've kind of said a little about the branding, actually, when it comes to the Spider-Man PS5 games. It, it same applies to the covers as well. I kind of just wish they'd be a little more ambitious. You know, I get the whole thing, red background, put Spider-Man on it, it's simple, it's effective, Spider-Man is enough to sell these games, so I admire kind of the confidence there, but I still just, once we got round to the second game, it's like, oh now there's two Spider-Men on it, and it's a red what, background. What what disappoints me a little bit is um, that you've got, like, Peter's spider symbol on uh, on the side with, like, the, the symbiote and, like, the, the red and everything. The other side that's pure black, it's just... The, the Peter spider symbol again, and I really would have liked having the Miles one there. I, I get I that agree. maybe they're trying... Yeah, it's like maybe well, they were worried it, it would be like implying that, oh, maybe uh, are they trying to imply that Miles got the symbiote too? And and I doubt that's what they're going for. But I, I just... Uh, ever since like they they were saying that they wanted to do like you know both Spider-Man in one game, I wanted both to be represented on like one console. I'm still sad we never got faceplates for the Miles Morales game. I mean, check the yeah. uh, check the backrooms chat a second, Wayne. I think that looks way better than the official thing. It's uh, some custom plates. Oh my plates. god, that's gorgeous! Holy shit! Yeah, they're custom plates from one of those sort of AliExpress kind of websites. You know, you can get some red LEDs for the PS5 as well. That'll look fire, yeah. you know? I, I think that looks much nicer. Like, that's the thing, is in the um, Insomniac Spider-Man universe, I much prefer Miles' style to Peter's, generally. Like, and yeah, I, it, I, I generally, like, I prefer Peter's costume, but, like, in the PS5 universe, it's that gaudy white spider and everything, and I, I don't hate it in the new one. I think, you know, <laughs> they've made enough tweaks to that design to get me to like it now, but even then, it's like, Miles looks better. Miles better, if you ask me. <laughs> well, he also he also plays better in his own game, but I'm I'm hoping I'm hoping that they evolve the gameplay for for Peter a little bit to I mean, kind of match how good Miles like feels to control. And they really though, because the only real difference is the Venom abilities. Oh well, I'm even talking about the way he web swings and everything. Like 
It was uh, going back to the first game after playing Miles Morales, like web swinging felt so fucking stiff compared to the freestyle movement of like in when I'm playing Miles Morales, I never stop doing tricks in the air. It I mean, feels too good to, to just be like zipping around in the sky like that. It's are we just awesome. kind of talking about the animation sets, though, because you can still do that. It's just that Peter's got kind of just lame animations for his. Oh, well, his his animations suck, but they also like in terms of um in terms of like actual uh, the the way it actually plays those animations also don't feed into each other the way that Miles That's does, true. Yeah, like it's quite clunky when you're doing like the corkscrew twist and then you do a backflip or something like Yeah, no, you're exactly. right. Yeah, the Miles stuff is considerably more flowy. Um Yeah, it's like yeah. if you play those back to back it's just like Miles feels like he's from a completely different generation like which i guess is the point but it, holy shit it, it's it, it's hard to go back to another web swinging after playing miles morales it is quite funny how milk toes peter ends up kind of looking by comparison and i'm not just talking about like web swing animations but of course there is yeah. that thing of like peter parker's still a young guy why wouldn't he try and spice it up a little bit web swinging wise but like also just the fact that with Miles, we've got this new score that kind of takes his background into account and stuff like that. And, you know, it's got kind of a hip-hop vibe to it, and it sounds really good. Why is Peter just stiffed with orchestral? Like, why can't he have a style as well? Why can't he have, like, rock or something, you know? Like... I know... Okay, so this... this... <laughs> Recontextualized a little bit nowadays, but the, uh... The PS1 game? Yeah. Um... <laughs> But the 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 music composed by uh, Thomas the Tellerico Engine. Um, oh, you mean that guy that takes a lot of credit for stuff? I, you know what? I firmly believe that he actually did the music for that one because I think he's actually credited for it in the game itself. Isn't he usually and credited for it in the game? That's the problem. Actually, no. A lot of it is. And this is getting into some some territory. I want to be careful with. But like, a lot of it is. He is. He is said to have worked on some stuff and then not appeared in the credits of them for one reason or another or his company is credited but he himself is not it's it's a whole thing i i just recommend watching h bomber guy's video on on him because it's it's a it's an amazing deep dive i'm sorry sorry my, my point was like ever since i was a kid that made me love rock as like uh you know just bring in the the heavy metal guitar and everything anytime spider-man's around uh when that riff would start playing when your spider sense is going off and everything like that dude that's awesome like yeah give that to peter parker's spider-man more uh, more frequently it's it's so good yeah or even um, just even just jazz or something you know because he's new yorkian you know you know like there's there's no re if you're going to yeah give miles like a hip-hop vibe to his music there is no reason peter should just have the avengers theme but slightly remixed for his theme and th yeah. it is the, it's the exact same chords as the avengers theme like I, everyone always argues with me about this but the spider-man you're PS4 not for theme is the most mid thing i've ever heard in my entire life and when i heard the miles theme i was like holy shit this is the same composer because Miles' soundtrack's badass. It's awesome. I I like the Peter theme, but it is pretty generic superhero fanfare. Um, I I did like hearing uh generic fanfare for a generic looking fucking character. I've never seen a character like a white character get whitewashed, and they did that. Are you talking about I, just I the think, fucking white I think, sports uh, stuff on his costume? 
No, I'm talking about his horrible, stupid new face. It's still terrible. It's I think oh, it oh, looks, come on, I man. You're seriously still pressed. How can you say it looks bad? In, in any objective basis. Bad, he's dead-eyed and boring, and it's supposed to be the expressive original one. I, 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 thought, I thought he looked like a fucking zombie in the first, in the original one. I thought his eyes looked like they were sinking into his skull. I liked his big eyebrows. I don't have many strong opinions <laughs> on the face matter. I, I just find it funny when people try to argue any kind of objective bad quality to the new one, when it's like... I find it funny when people just argue, oh, you're still on about that? Like, that's a decent argument. But what's the big deal? Why'd they bother? The game has already been played by millions of people. Why did they go and do it then? Why confuse new potential customers? There's gonna be people coming in from the PS4 game going straight to the PS5 with a brand new face. And, like, I was looking at Harry and Peter in that new <laughs> trailer. It's like, these are just the most boring-looking models I've ever seen. That's funny because I genuinely thought the Harry one looked a bit like the previous Peter model. <laughs> And this was, it made just, me wonder if that know. was maybe why they changed it, but I don't, I don't know. I feel like if you could, didn't they change Mary Jane too? <laughs> no, they didn't change Mary Jane. Her face nah, model is the exact her, same. Her hair's just been let it, down. Same actress, oh. same face model. Uh, yeah, her her hair's uh been is just let down and it frames her face in a different way, and she looks great. She I looks play the game. I, I care more about the mask than you know the face. It's just. It was such a weird decision. I mean, it's just making it look slightly better. It's all it's well a and very, good. very weird decision. It's all well and good that I clown on people who don't like the face change, but I am still the guy that released like a 30 minute video on the difference between the Sam Raimi Spider-Man mask in No Way Home and the original trilogy. So I kind of don't have room to speak on it. I just, I don't think the new face is bad at all. I, I looked well, at it. Like, I thought even removing that like preference aside, it's a very weird choice. It's a weird choice, yeah. I, I, I said the, the biggest crime about it is just the fact that they changed it in the first place. It's just such a weird move. But at the same time, I think he looks more like Peter Parker. I, I was thinking I in the Spider-Man 2 trailer, to me, it looks like he's coming right out of the fucking comic book. It looks exactly like that. Like he does I disagree comics. with you both full-heartedly. I don't know I mean, what Peter you Parker can. you guys are looking at. You, you, can, you can disagree all you want, buddy. I am, and I'm putting it out there on the That's table. That's your like, it's just, bro. You're allowed. It's weird. You have permission. It's so weird. It's okay. I'm not calling the cops. But like, all right, but like, does anybody actually believe the reasoning behind it, though? Like, genuinely. Uh, uh, he doesn't really look that much like Yuri Lowenthal, so no. I suppose you could I, say I, the I facial structure. Like I also, maybe, I also but... don't think he looks like Tom Holland, and I think people that are trying to make that argument are fucking high. He looks nothing like high. Tom he Holland. He definitely looks like Tom Holland. He absolutely looks like Tom Holland. He looks nothing like Tom Holland. He looks like generic Tom. What are you? Are you crazy? He's are got you the same he looks nothing like Nick. You are right now. You are the person that would come into my comment section and tell me I look like Scott the Waz. He has the same facial shape in the fact that his head has a skull inside it and is kind this of rounded was, shaped my comparison is like you guys remember the old men in black cartoon no okay. <sighs> i'm so old we're not so all it, fucking ancient nick like ben jack's like discount tom holland it looks like it is it is distant enough away that it's like nobody can get sued like we don't have to pay tom any royalties for this but it's still like this is kind of what current mcu spider-man sort of looks like as opposed to this other one looks closer to andrew garfield and obviously it's not the exact same face but one looks like discount 
Andrew Garfield. The other looks like discount and Tom Holland. I guess you could make the argument it's not that far off from what they were doing with the Avengers game. I mean, yeah, that's the other thing. They look weird. They look super weird. I hate that. Genuinely. Genuinely. Looks nothing alike. That looks like Tom Holland. What it doesn't look about? even remotely like Tom Holland. They they are both white and have brown hair. They are. I, that is true. That is they true. They have the same facial structure. Do they though? Put up a picture in the way of that Holland. in the way that they have cheeks and eyebrows and stuff. Yeah, they got the same facial structure, right? They got a mouth on there too. Even a nose. They might be related. I don't care what you say, pup. You say I sound like some fucking what's that guy's called? I don't even know what he's called. Uh, <laughs> I don't. Okay, I'm that was sorry. good. <laughs> I'm a picture of Tom Holland, and it, what's really funny to me is that uh, it doesn't look anything like either of uh, it, this particular picture. Doesn't look anything like any of the Spider-Man models we've gotten so far. He looks like fucking Dennis Reynolds in this picture. <laughs> <laughs> here, I can you, like, like when can you only recognize people by like hairstyles? Is that the problem here? Well, no, uh, I'm, no. with, I'm, I'm with Wayne. I'm with Wayne on this. Oh, and no, my, my I mean, thing... I the hair looks like Dennis Reynolds. <laughs> it, no, I'm even thinking, like, it's like the way his, uh, his cheekbones are, like, going in a little bit. Like, and it's in this shot, right? Let me see if I can pull this up. Oh, wait, right hold on. I don't think he looks like Dennis Reynolds. Okay, I just googled him. I I, I don't agree with that. Not, <laughs> I, don't, I don't see that. Not he looks like Dennis. I Reynolds. don't know. I kind of I'm, I'm I see what Wayne's talking about here. Like the dead on face right there kind of looks like like Dennis with that. It hair. looks it looks like young Dennis Reynolds. Oh, you were talking about Tom. Okay, yeah, he does kind of look like Dennis Reynolds there. That's really I funny. Saw, <laughs> I don't know where it was, but like uh, his actor, Dennis Reynolds actor. Yeah, <sighs> name's escaping me right now. I'm very tired. But uh, him and um the guy who plays uh Mac. Like, obviously, they're, they're friends, and they would just, like, shit-talk each other on social media. And one of the times, we're just gonna call him Dennis, I'm sorry, he's just eating a salad while he's just talking shit, and, like, the top comment was, like, leave it to Dennis Reynolds to make eating a salad look unhealthy. <laughs> I just want, uh, I just want Spider-Man to be, like, uh, he's in his shed getting all of his gear, and he's like, tools! I need my tools! Wayne. Wayne. <laughs> look at this picture of Tom Holland. <laughs> That looks like Tom Holland. He looks dude. nothing like Tom Holland. He he does. He does like, he not look, look even remotely. Like he's got the same round face. What do you mean round like face? Like, faces are round generally. Like <laughs> no, dude. Compare that to the other one. Come on. What John Bubniak, the original Peter? Yeah. Hang on. Sorry, buddy. I don't see it. I I, I the, yeah. The the face around the cheeks is just. It shaped in a completely different if, way. If any fucking thing, if anything, I, I think I think John Bubniak looks more like Tom Holland. <laughs> You're insane. A little man. bit, only by a little, earlier. only by a little. The hairline is a little closer, I'd say. He's very expressive. He has very expressive eyes. That original model, I miss that. Like those eyebrows did a lot of work. I thought I thought that fit the the wit way better. Than this dead-eyed new guy. I think the new model is fine enough, but he just doesn't look like he can. He doesn't look like he expresses like Spider-Man does. The voice doesn't match at all. I don't like it. Nah. Oh, there we go. 
I'm I'm with Austin Head. Probably next topic. We're not getting anywhere with this. Well, I think we should talk about that story trailer if we're gonna talk about stupid trivial detail. Only a fucking loser would no, care about. Spider no, <laughs> we're gonna we're tired. gonna talk about the trailer a little bit. Um, uh, actually, if we want to talk about analyzing stupid trivial details, maybe we should move on to our next Sonic topic. Hold on, before we before I I want to talk a little bit about the story trailer. Like we we're kind of there I'm, now, you know. I'm bored. I'm bored. <laughs> so I. Venom, right? I, I, he looks cool. Uh, he looks cool. If they make him playable, don't make him suck like he did in Ultimate. Oh, Spider-Man. for fuck's sake! Fine. Next topic. <laughs> I'm, I'm just at this point. I don't need to see any more of the game. Like I'm excited enough. I'm gonna play it. I'm gonna yeah. have fun. And that's the dude. I shit you not. I think the face, the trailer for the goddamn faceplates for the PS5 spoiled how he's gonna get off the symbiote. <laughs> <laughs> Don't watch it. I think we gave the you're whole talking about the same, like the the be stronger together. Like they had that in the first trailer. I mean, I I didn't. Even... Yeah, I didn't think I didn't think that far into it though. I don't know. I don't want to say too you much. I mean, I I didn't even know Peter show. would get rid of the symbiote. I thought you know this was a permanent no, fixture now. You know, Dustin's Dustin's in the chat. It's just in the other room. Glad Glenn Howard didn't thank you, Dustin. No, but like I mean, we talked about it in the very first time they showed anything it was like be stronger together. Oh, double meaning means with Miles and the symbiote shows a symbiote good loot and then it shows electricity like come on like i i, venom I blast is going to take out venom yeah but i i just i i yeah He's i don't know i, I must have like blast. i think that left my brain and i think they straight up like i don't want to say too much about it they, just in case there was anybody as oblivious as me uh <laughs> about it um but yeah the the fucking face plates trailer i think used dialogue from the goddamn cutscene in which that will happen i haven't seen the trailer i didn't know there was a told trailer for the i haven't even yeah i haven't even looked at that it it was like a 20 second like just a little like spot thing where they were just uh, showing off the face plates but they they were just using dialogue from the game and and yeah everybody in the comments was just like did did you guys just like why why would you do it that way actually can we can we talk about who does venom would be removed by his iconic weakness (laughs) <laughs> oh god can, can we oh, talk about like a... sorry go on. go on what go on i was i was just gonna say i liked the um uh in the trailer you do see the lizard's roar affecting the symbiote yeah yeah i think it's gonna be uh, awesome i think this is going to be everything i actually legitimately liked from the spider-man 3 game but done better yeah done in a way so that i don't Fucking spend forty minutes fighting the fucking Craven boss fight. Only get <laughs> shot down into a bat full of lizards without fucking seconds notice. Bombarded by them with only a fraction of health left from fucking fighting the Craven fight. I and then I have to go back being, to do the fucking Craven fight again. I I keep being tempted to go back to that that game, but I'm no? hoping this one just fills that void and just like yeah. uh makes it not necessary. You know the one thing I miss from. I do like Web of Shadows. I a like lot. Web of um, Shadows, but it, it's not. It feels sp- like an apology for Spider Man 3. The thing with Spider Man 3 is that it's so sprawling and has so much variety to it, you know? Like, like that's, that's the thing I like about it, is it's the one yeah. Spider Man game that feels truly sandboxy. Because you know? you're going down into the fucking, like, subway systems and everything. Like, everything feels so big. That's yeah. what I miss from that game. There's a I'm sense of story. Sorry. Yeah. Like, what games are you guys playing? Variety? 
Yeah, Spider-Man like 3, the game, use? has variety in terms of, like, you know, you can go defuse some bombs, or you can go help DeWolf and track some cars and stuff, or you can... Well, I, I'm talking more... Beat up women variety. with the candy. I, I'm, ta I, I'm talking more variety in its structure. Like, I like when, uh, like, a city space like that... Spider-Man 2 and 3 were good about, hey, here's this big open space, but here's some interior areas inside of that... And in a way, I think that actually adds to the sense of scale. It's one of the reasons I thought Tears of the Kingdom was a big improvement off of Breath of the Wild, being able to go into caves and uh, you have more indoor, indoor areas and everything. Question, Nothing um, is going to make an open world feel more open than giving me a ceiling every once in a while. Also, there's no fucking camera in Web of Shadows. You can't get a camera out and snap. Like In yeah. Web of Shadows, can you go to a fucking fashion show, shoot pictures of the models, and then beat them up? No, my, you fucking can't. <laughs> That's the best my, bit of my, that game. My favorite, my the absolute favorite thing from Spider-Man 3, the game, was the size of the city. Those buildings feel titanic. They're huge. And just, they're enormous. They're daunting, and I liked that. The thing is, like, I agree. there's so and much that, that I... Front? Sorry. I'm sorry, Nick. Go ahead. Well, no, like, I just, I don't know. It's been, it's been many years since I made the Spider-Man 3 video. I remember, like, yeah, like, the scale of the, like, the big big brother console version was really cool but like the smaller game was just had a bit more to do and played better and then i remembered spider-man 2 just just a better game overall. <laughs> but i don't yeah, remember um... there being like a lot to do it was just like the map like i don't know for as big as that map was they didn't give you a whole lot to actually do in that game the thing that um has me saying that the uh the little brother version on the ps2 and stuff is the better game it's just the difficulty balancing. It's one of those things where Spider-Man 3, the game, could be amazing. It could be, like, one of the biggest Spider-Man games out there. And just in a truly non-linear, open-world fashion, it could be so awesome, but the difficulty balancing is so piss-poor that it, like, I, I'm sorry, but the fucking Raven the Hunter boss fight, the Lizard Part 3 is the worst fucking mission in any video game ever made that I've played. It's really bad. It's, it's so really, really bad. bad. The fact oh, that... I, I ranted like a lunatic in my video. I still remember just how enraged I was with that. If you die on the second lizard boss fight... You you're die sent... in real life. You might as fucking well, because <laughs> after I got fucking sent back to before the Craven fight, I want to fucking kill myself. Fuck. Let's, let's maybe stop those jokes on... On a live podcast. Uh, it's not a joke. <laughs> All right. Okay. 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 Yeah. No. I. Uh, the the pacing in in the fucking boss fights in Spider Man Three is bad. We should we should get together. We should do like a Spider Man game book club sometime and just, just talk about some of these individually I sometime. Won't. I need to I'm make a I, video. I'm gonna be doing That's a retrospective on Spider Man <laughs> games once I'm done with the shows. I've. I've already made videos about a lot of these, although I will say I, I do think I want to revisit Ultimate Spider-Man and give it another shot, but I, I did not enjoy my time playing that fucking game. Um, but uh, maybe maybe on a revisit, I'll, I'll see something in it I didn't see before. I think everyone's got the same idea in terms of like if you're a content creator, if you've not covered Spider-Man yet, like there's going to be lead up stuff to that. I've been desperate to talk about the movie games a little bit more. Like, I want to do every version of Spider-Man 2, because they've got such a wild additions for you that. You know what I kind of want to hear is, which game do you guys think is the worst one between Spider-Man 3, the game, the HD console version, or the Amazing Spider-Man 2, the main console, Beanox game? 
I think three by a country miles way worse. A way lot of people worse. would say amazing too, but personally, I would say the thing that makes it most tragic is three has the potential to be way better, but three's worse simply on the basis that again difficulty balancing is just fucking unfair. While Amazing Spider-Man Two is a very bland game and it's very just a bit pathetic how cheapo it was. I, th I think I enjoyed Amazing Spider-Man 2 less, and I didn't think that adding the, the dual-trigger web-swinging added anything to the experience, and I, uh, I hated that every time that you stop a crime, it, it, it interrupts you with a stupid newscast cutscene. Uh, yeah, that's that was terrible. Well, I didn't of... like the fight-crime-or-die system either. <laughs> like, yeah, so it's if like you don't take crime... part in the missions, you get harassed by drones and shit. It's like, what the hell kind of government is this? I, you know, at least in Spider-Man 3, I could just swing around and like have fun without the, the, the game telling me that I was not doing what it wanted me to. The thing with Amazing gonna... 2, though, is the main meat of it is just more fair in terms of difficulty. Like, that's the thing with with 2, I could just bang it out in one session and have a tepid time, you know? Whereas with 3, you can't fucking make me go back and do the Craven fight that again. Actively it kills the game. 3 yeah. put me in a actual bad mood. It was that one of those things sucks. where I, I got to Lizard Part 3 the first time I played that. And it caused me to put down the game for like five years. And I picked it up again <laughs> this year. Got to Lizard Part 3. And I actually beat Craven. Only to fall down into the fucking thing of lizards. And die immediately and be sent back to before the Craven boss. And I will not do it again. I, I refuse. <laughs> Whatever comes after that can't be worth it. It's fucking terrible. I, it's, I'm, all the boss fights are really bad in that game. They're really, I'm gonna really say bad. it right now just because I saw a fucking comment about it. I bitch about Ultimate Spider-Man. I'm not even gonna give a single like part of my soul into trying to defend friend or foe. Fuck Absolutely. that game. I was gonna say, I, I think Dave, that's I'm just sorry. a very basic good time. Dude, it's everything I fucking so hated about Ultimate, Ultimate Alliance. But with yeah. Spider-Man characters, I agree. That game I'm had one hundred percent. As yeah. much as I hate Spider-Man three, I will web swing in that any day before I pick up Friend or Four. At least I won't be bored. I mean, I, yeah. If I'm just web swinging around was... the map, then maybe I've got a reason to play Spider-Man three. But any Spider-Man game other than Spider-Man three, I can safely offer it the defense of at least it doesn't have Lizard Part three. <laughs> I guess so. But I... like, I'm with Dustin here, where he's like Spider-Man. There's a lot that aren't great, but like for a lot of those games, you just swing around the map and not not give a fuck. The thing is, and I'm, though, I'm with you there. I want to engage with it. I really want to actually engage with it because there's stuff there that's intriguing me, and it's locked behind this fucking lizard part three. And there's stupid shit. Yeah, it's not that I, I can't get past it anymore. It's that I won't get past it. I'm not gonna try it. That game has made me very upset. <laughs> I, I get that. I'm not defending the missions any that game. game but I'm, I'm with I'm with a lot of these folks like, look, if I have a choice between swinging around New York City in Spider-Man 3 versus playing any of Friend or Foe, I'm going with Spider-Man 3. Yeah, Friend or Foe is, I, I made this comparison against the Ultimate Alliance games. Friend or Foe is the monotony and basic-ass simplicity of a Lego game, but if you tried to make it a beat-em-up. I thought it was just okay. It's, it's just Shattered... 
Shattered Dimensions was a good fucking Spider-Man beat-em-up. Friend or foe is tapping two buttons throughout the entire game. And uh, it sucks, and it's boring, and none of the levels are interesting, and I hated every fucking minute of it. The only good thing about it was that uh, I remember being a kid and being excited because you unlock Prowler as, like, one of your first buddies early on, and when I was a kid... Nobody knew who the Prowler was, and so I thought it was neat that he showed up at all. Uh, but the uh, that's it. That is, I, th I think that was the Hobie Brown version of, of Prowler 2. That was the only thing that game had going for it. Everything else fucking sucked. I need, a, I need a stress, game. just like I always do. Like This stuff is designed with multiplayer in mind, so if you're having fun with your friends playing those games, I completely understand. You I know what was a big like fucking with that, though. That was a big fucking letdown. That was guilty of absolutely everything you've thrown at friend or foe. Batman Rise of Sinzu. God damn. What a drop off <laughs> from Batman I've never, Vengeance. I've never played that one. Dude, you Batman Vengeance? I haven't played that one, no, but I've heard oh, terrible buddy. things about that. I want to <laughs> oh, see it. I, I, I'm intrigued by it. But for me, I think one of my first experiences with disappointment, aside from Spyro 4 Enter the Dragonfly, was... Batman Rise of Sinzu. Because Batman Vengeance is like Arkham before Arkham. You know, like it you it's, got I rem it's weird. Like I remember when that game was coming out and like there was a lot of buzz around it. And then it came out and everyone just stopped talking about it immediately. Oh what Vengeance? Which is really weird. I didn't know people talked about video games back then. They sure did. Probably. It was the first Thanks. video game that was bought for me. That was my first for me video game was Batman I've not, Vengeance. I've not I remember like I loved the tone, but I never beat it. I uh, but yeah, I I, that's, I, can't, I really dude. Wanna, the story is so good in it as well. Like I believe it. It's yeah, it's a really good like sort of detective mystery. But like the game's so good, you got all the gadgets, you got fucking detectivey shit going on, you got fucking the vehicles and stuff as well. And then you go to Batman Rise of Sinzu, which is same continuity, same universe, and it is just a button bashing, fucking unsatisfying, stupid ass game. Like, I'm okay with brawlers. You know, I like the werehog and all. But provided that the combat is fun and satisfying and Batman Rise of Sinzu, half the time the freaking thugs are just blocking your attacks and there's no special strategy to get them to unblock. You just kind of grind them down. And it's so repetitive. Once you play one level, that's the entire game played effectively. But Sinzu was a cool villain, like, considering he was made for the game. So I'll give it that. Yeah. Well, we're rambling a lot about superhero games. I what I was getting on with the PS5, like why I had to get one <laughs> way back here. I don't know if anybody else in this room has actually played any of it yet. I finally been playing Final Fantasy 16 thanks to my buddy Dustin being up here. Like, he drove from California just to with his PS5 just so I could play some Final Fantasy 16. That game kicks ass. It's so good. Uh, it God, is I want so good, dude. Dustin, such a have cool you played guy. any of it? How far have you gotten? Uh, I, I've unlocked the second skill set, and I think I'm, like, a mission or two past that, and then there was, like, the one big twist that I, I knew because I was paying attention to the beginning of the game. Uh, I mean, like, all I, of it's, like, clearly telegraphed, but, like, it's so much fun there to just to get to, like, yeah, we're here. Yeah, cool. I, I, I don't know. I was a little annoyed by, I, I, I get annoyed when I'm waiting for the main character to catch up with me. Um on on what's frankly kind of obvious information mm -hmm. but uh i i will say they dropped a twist after that 
that I thought was awesome and I did not see coming. So I was, uh, I'm liking it a lot. I just I, I had my hands full, so I haven't really had time to mess with it much. I will say this because it sounds like you're not as far like like the really obvious stuff. But like when they do reveal some of that stuff, they do it in the most Final Fantasy way possible, and I love it. I'm having yeah. such a great dance. Like I'm not gonna be able to finish the game while he's up here, but I was like, I need I need to play this game some more. <laughs> so like that's why I need to get PS5. Like it's man, it is so much fun. It is so, so much fun. And I know it's, it's more really Kingdom Hearts than traditional Final Fantasy anymore, but like this feels like where the series was going to get to eventually. Yeah. As hard as they led, led to like a cinematic sort of flavor, especially since like six and seven. Like this feels, I don't know. <laughs> I know it's like all, it's all action based and everything, but it feels as Final Fantasy as it ever has to me, except with good localization, which is incredible. Yeah, it's uh, it's interesting because that that one um, Japanese players were actually recommended to uh, listen to the English dialogue because that's what all the lip syncing was matched up to, not the Japanese dub, which is fucking wild to me for uh, it is, you know, Japanese um, developed game. I think that script kind of plays into it, too. The script is. It, I mean, I don't know, you're used to some sort of jarring business when it comes to localized games, but uh-huh. like it's witty, it's well written it's well acted well that's like they've been they've been stepping it up because like square enix has been responsible for a lot of like what i've disliked about uh anime-esque dialogue in a Mm -hmm. in a lot of games yeah and um i remember playing uh seven remake and thinking oh shit this is a big step up like these definitely these yeah but that was where that's where like the final fantasy characters started talking like actual people and uh there's still and, a lot of, uh, uh, yeah, there was a lot a of that. That's not going the, anywhere. The ones for definite, but, but like I, I think they definitely improved it in this newest one. Yeah, yeah. I'm not gonna hear it. Let's listen to you two talk about Spider-Man for a million years. Talk <laughs> what am I doing? I'm trying to help. God. <sighs> Ride the <Zishupon. laughs> At least I'm agreeing with you. You know, would I rather just argue? It's um. I'll tell you this, pup. If you enjoyed the supersonic fights, play play Final Fantasy 16. It is a stupid fun time. My 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 roommate Dom's been playing it quite a bit recently, and he mentioned uh, the supersonic boss fights. Um, it, it was oh, dude, holy shit! The boss fights in in 16 are insane. fucking wild. And you play 16 without playing the others. Oh, yeah. So uh, Final Fantasy games don't really feed into each other that much. Every game is its own universe. It's it's doing its own thing. They have their own yeah, stories, own characters story. and everything. Yeah. They really don't they... mean it when they call it a Final Fantasy then. No, We've not at all. this joke before. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah, you'll hear it again. To be fair, so so has everybody. Everybody's made that joke. Uh, that's, that's one of those, uh, you know, Mario 2 is Doki Doki Panic kind of things. <laughs> Late to the club. Pop. Play the game. Did you know that you can mod a 3DS super easily? <laughs> Just about anybody can do it. Yeah, uh, 16 is is super good. I highly recommend it, Pup. I uh, I will say it was really funny because uh, I think it's the first mainline Final Fantasy. It might be the first Final Fantasy that got an M rating. It is. And I, yeah, it got I, blood I, and, and cuss words. I'm really, I forgot it. it. And a lot of surprising amount of nudity. And well, not, uh, full on. not full, no, frontal, not full on, yeah. not full on, but it was, it was still like, uh, it, it, you could tell like, uh, they were trying to, um, 
I don't know. I forgot about the M rating, and so I'm watching the opening, and people's heads are fucking exploding, and like blood's going everywhere, and people are saying fuck all the time, and I'm like, oh, <laughs> I uh, I wasn't well, wasn't Justin expecting was that. that. They flat out said like it was inspired by Game of Thrones, and you can you can clearly tell. Oh, you yeah, you know what that that makes perfect sense. Oh, by the way, before we do get to the main meat topic, can we talk no, about? Right. Huh? I said, oh, right, like, there's, yeah, we're talking about Oh, no, about I, I was going to ask, can we talk briefly about the Invincible game trailer? Because that is the funniest damn thing I've seen in my entire life. The what trailer? The Invincible video game. So, you know, the Invincible, the, uh, the animated series on Amazon Prime based off that yeah, one? Which I haven't even watched. I, I haven't seen it, but I, I watched oh, this trailer. Oh, please watch it. I, I've, been to, I've been told I will get round to it, but... Yeah. <laughs> I haven't even seen the show, but this trailer uh, was hilarious to me. It looks gorgeous at first, and everything is animated so well, and the amount of work that they put into getting these assets put together to perfectly capture the style of the Amazon Prime series, but, you know, put it in 3D, was, uh, was wonderful. And, and it, was, uh, it was really, really well done. But it's a cinematic trailer. <laughs> It's a cinematic trailer, right? They don't show then, gameplay. <laughs> it's the like end the of the trailer. You've got the title card, and just <laughs> off to the side is a mobile phone with an idle combat thing. It's like and, some kind of turn-based strategy bullshit. I'm just like, yeah! nobody <laughs> knew this at the time. People were thinking it was going to be like a, a proper video game. It's an idle mobile game, and literally just over it is the YouTube cards advertising the next video like they're trying their best to hide it. It is... The gameplay apologizes its way into existence, and it's hilarious. Yeah, it's the most work I've ever seen, but it, it looked like it was going to be like a full-scale, like... O almost uh, like open open world like city <laughs> kind of game with the invincible characters and everything and again it's just like it's so wild to me because the amount of work that had to go into putting those assets together and like getting those those models made and like the the how expressive they are it captures the look perfectly the only thing they could do to make it funnier is put the curb your enthusiasm music over the gameplay <laughs> Uh, they might as well have. It, how <laughs> fucking embarrassing. Like, Jesus Christ. It just, it, the, the phone comes and it's like, sorry. Won't do it again. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> We're sorry. Oh, oh good stretch. Oh, so sorry. I, yeah. Uh, yeah, no, Pup. Vincible's great. I, you, you would <laughs> love it. Sure. I, I hear it's got J.K. Simmons in it. So... Like, that's cool. It does. But also, like, the animation looks nice. Um, I've heard great things, so I will definitely, definitely check it out at some point. I've been saying it for years, but um, I, I just, I got to stop procrastinating and just, you know, get watching. It's a quick watch. Okay. Yeah, All right. Watch. You'll, you'll, you'll have a more fulfilling time than watching The Flash, I'll promise you that. Well, right now I'm watching the Spider-Man Tokusatsu and loving it. <laughs> it's fantastic. Um... So yeah, so shall we go to main meat topic? I, I'll, I'll be real with you. I know you say main meat topic. I really don't think we're going to be on this very long. It doesn't matter. It's the main topic of the episode. <laughs> All right, go go yeah, off, King. Yeah. Fucking hell, Nick. So the um 
the Sonic Superstars opening cutscene was dropped onto. Oh, that's that uh, Superstars. I, I was trying to remember the fucking subtitle of that game all, all morning. Continue. <laughs> it's uh, it's been put onto like social media and stuff, shown off now, basically, uh, which is unique because they don't usually drop the entire opening cutscene like this early. But hey ho. Um, and yeah, it's another one of these darling little um. 2D hand-drawn animated uh, thingies that they've been kind of making into a tradition for the, I guess, the modern classic Sonic titles, which I think is a, actually a really nice thing to have, is just like, you know, for every one of these retro Sonic games, we get a nice little accompanying animation. If, you, if they want to make that a staple of this new brand, I am completely cool with it. And it showcases a little music from um, the duo of T-Lopes and uh, Jun Sonoye, so... Um, yeah, we get a little tease at what the music is going to sound like. So, um, yeah, how, how do we feel about that uh, little opening cutscene? Fine. Fine, and cute. it's cute. And it's, uh... Yep, ser serves its purpose. It's, uh... I thought it was charming. I thought it, it worked well. And and then I, like I saw... And, and then they I were, saw the way fans people the world. were being about it. So, yeah, there has been a little bit of a backlash on this one from social media. Um, it's one of those things where I'm willing to look at it in a fairly even-handed, nuanced way. I think there is a way to kind of frame criticism, and I think it's something that a lot of people kind of struggle with. And I've seen people say, like, oh, the animators couldn't even be bothered with the smear frames and stuff like that. It's like, okay, I don't... I don't think it was that they couldn't be bothered. I think it's that this was probably produced on a limited time compared to, say, the Origins intro. Like, on one hand, I can kind of get some of the criticisms because I would go so far as to say that this isn't as good as the animations that were made for Sonic Mania and Sonic Origins. Um, and it's, it's not even so much the choppiness of the animation this time because it is a little more choppy than what we had before. For me, what kind of does it is it's very ambitious with the camera movements and angles and stuff. There's a lot of, like, the camera swings around, shows Eggman, Thang, uh, Fang, and Trip, I think. And it swings back around to Sonic. And I think with 2D animation, it's a difficult thing to pull off. And I think it, it kind of struggles here. But that's all I really have to kind of say about it that's negative. I, I think it's one of those things where... The the animation of, like, Sonic Origins and Sonic Mania is some of the most pristine hand-drawn animation that I've, you know, seen in the modern age, I guess. I, I haven't really watched a lot of, like, TV cartoons and stuff lately, but, like... I mean, what, what do you guys think? Would you say, like, the powerhouse animations and stuff from Origins and Mania are, like, pretty high-tier animation? Yeah. I think they're all fine. Um, I think there's a clear difference between all of them. I took it more as a stylistic choice, especially after learning that this was a different studio. But I thought it was funny after the wave of backlash, like we had um, Tyson Hess like go on social media, was like, "Oh hey, uh, you know, wasn't wasn't me? Like, you know, don't don't want to take anybody's credit." I took that as like a very polite way of saying, "Don't blame me for it, Amy. <laughs> it's, I... it's not me." Here's what I actually wanted to deposit because I, I, I mean, Wayne, you were already exhausted by the the shit. I was exhausted by it too. I didn't want to engage with this. I I don't care. Like I understand it looks different, but it looked it looked like a style choice to me. And now that I learned about like what studios make it, or at least as a student in Japan, 
I wanted to posit an idea. If it's a potentially problematic idea, but I'm going to throw it out there anyway. Um, ever since Mania dropped, I've been wondering, like, why isn't that team on the next thing? I've talked about that plenty of times on on this show. And the more we learn about the behind the scenes, like there was something they were going on trying to work on with Christian Whitehead that dropped. They put Stealth and Powerhouse on on Origins, and I'm sure there was enough time to get Powerhouse on this if they wanted. But it looks like every single aspect of Superstars was made in Japan. And I've heard more than a couple rumors that Sega of, of Japan is still as uh let's say proud. We'll we'll use that instead of xenophobic or something. I was like gonna that. say tight gripped, but yeah, fair enough. Um and Every time I look at Superstars and I hear a little bit more about it, it feels like Sega, this is, again, this is all headcanon, <laughs> if you will. Like, maybe they're a little bit like, well, we could do it too. Like, we can do Sonic. They don't deserve all the praise. And yeah. I know Arzest is is not Sonic Team proper, but it dil- does still have uh, Naoto on it. And it, I don't know, man. Like, the more I look at it, it's like, look, if I had the choice between giving a project to Evening Star or the guys who made uh, Hey Pikmin and uh, <laughs> Wonder World, I'd probably give it to Evening Star. So I don't know. What do you guys think? Is this potentially Sega of Japan and Sonic Team still being like, we still know what's best and we're going to keep it closer to home territory because we're, we're tired of I... you know, the fans and the Americans getting all the praise? So I wouldn't doubt that. Uh, my thing is, like, uh, Sega has known in the past how to, like, find the right studio to do certain things. I, I just look at the opening for Sonic City, uh, the Toei, like, bringing them in to, to work on that uh, animation. Holy shit. Um, it, it, it might be them trying to trying to play things close to the best. I don't know. It's my thing. Uh, my entire thing was, like, um, and I think I said this in our, our group chat. I was uh, where I was like, I don't even care if the people picking this thing apart are right. I'm this makes me fucking tired is the first words on there was I started picking this apart frame by frame. And then I just my brain just kind of shut off. And I was just like, this is this is what being a fan of something is now. This is what. Yeah, this That's is the what thing this is. Oftentimes, is. these things are not made to be picked apart frame by frame, and it's it's yeah. one of those things where I am seeing a lot of mentions of animation errors, and they are there. Like, there's a few shots yeah. where Sonic has two left hands and stuff like that, and yeah, that you know, it's not immune to criticism. At the same time, though, in a no lot one else of... had animation errors. Fucking the Lion King. Well, yeah, every everything animation. Every, <laughs> like... Almost every animation you'll find out there has animation errors that, uh, you know, yeah. like it's a commonplace thing when these things are being churned out at a much higher rate. And I think, you know, maybe part of the reason why Origins and Mania and stuff like that were so pristine was that maybe it wasn't like, oh, m- maybe it was just like, you know, we're doing this just for Mania. Okay, we'll do one more for Origins. But it's like, now that these are going to be a tradition, we're going to keep releasing classic Sonic games and we're going to keep, you know, having these animated intros, it's like, okay, we got to kind of pull in the belt a little bit and allow a little bit of wiggle room now. Um, my biggest critique of this is simply that I just think the camera movements don't do the animation any justice. Um, and that's more of a directing problem than it is an animation problem. 
But uh, even then, and, I would say the quality. And that's one. Sorry. That's okay. I, I would say the quality of what's come before is not something that I take for granted by any stretch. I would still say that just because I think what we had before was of a higher standard, that doesn't make this here bad. You know, I, I think this here yeah. is still really nice. Like, if they really, if they announced a Sonic TV series that looked just like this opening cutscene, it would be one of the best-looking animated shows on TV right now, I would say. I, I, can't, I can't think of a single cutscene from Frontiers or Forces that I enjoyed looking at as much as I liked looking at this intro. Yeah, exactly. We, we've had bigger downgrades as well. I mean, fuck me. Look at, like, the Sonic Unleashed opening cutscene and then pretty much every opening cutscene after that, unless you count the FMV for colors. But yeah, I was gonna say the same thing as Wayne too. Like, and, I, and I, I'm not keeping track of individual fans. Like, they could be the same fans picking apart all the same stuff. But it's just like you guys are picking this shit apart and like just also singing the praise of a janky ass game like Frontiers. Like, just, just I'm fucking tired of it. I'm tired of it. I'm so fucking I, tired of it. I, I'm, I'm tired of. Yeah, I don't know. I, I'm exhausted by the constant like. Now, I'm, I'm gonna admit like a lot of this is me coming from the bias of also being an animator and uh so that that you know my my word on that is obviously going to come from a place of uh, uh you know i'm going to be taking it a little more personal than i need to but i i, I have a tendency to just kind of automatically side with other animators and i'm just like I again, we don't know what was going on behind the scenes. We don't know what kind of time frame they were given to work on this. I think it looks fine. I it's not on the same level of quality as the other ones, but I also don't give a shit anymore. I'm tired of of trying to treat every uh everything that comes out of this franchise like it's the end all be all or the you know, the greatest thing or the worst thing in the world and trying to treat every little thing like it matters, you know. I don't know. I want to pause um, just another quick obvious thing here. Um, it, it's possible that you, Sega just doesn't want to give Powerhouse the money they would deserve to continue working on this stuff. I get yeah, the feeling Powerhouse are probably working on something else for you too, maybe. You know, maybe like a continuation of like the Sonic Mania Adventures or something. Like, that. that is the thing, is it's one studio and they're probably doing other things as well. So I don't rule out that we'll see Powerhouse again. I just think, you know, maybe for this one they... Uh, it, it's hard to say. I think there is kind of credence with what you kind of said about it feeling like Sega of Japan are kind of reining the belt in a little bit and saying, okay, this is going to be a Japanese-made production. We've kind of had, you know, Sonic Mania was very Western uh, in terms of its development, so we're going to, you know, pull the belt in a little. But then T. Lopes is working on this still, you know? Like, um... And okay, that's... The budget. It could be that simple. It, it really could be as simple as overseas animation is just cheaper. Really yeah, could there's... be. There's all kinds of different things it could be, but, like, I also think... I kind of believe it when uh, Oshima says, like, Takeshi Izuka basically approached me for a project, and it kind of went from there. And it was kind of like, yeah, okay, we've got this team together, we've got this vision, so why not make it the next one in the classic Sonic catalog, effectively, you know? Yeah. I don't know. I, I do get... Here's... I'm ultimately where I get tired. Like, I understand people, like you know analyzing and criticizing stuff like but i am still seeing the comments like yeah but it's bad or it's wonkier stuff I'm like i'm tired i thought it looked fine uh clearly different absolutely i think yeah. there can be a lot of uh bandwagoning as well to be honest as well. 
Like it always is. one per- one person points out a couple of animation errors and said it's bad, and then suddenly the tide turns. I notice. I notice this a lot. Is it takes one person to suddenly change the horizon of. And to be honest, I don't want to invalidate everyone criticizing this because it's fair. Like there is a bit of a downgrade in terms yeah. of quality here, but. I, I still don't think talk about what you want to talk about. Yeah, just you know that, that's that's what players. I that's why I preface it with like they're right. I just don't care. That right. knuckles yeah. prologue was like some <laughs> of the most beautiful fucking animation ever. I, that was great, but I also have no idea. I, they teased that so early on. That was a that thing was long in development, and they were trying to yeah. to promote like one of the biggest games that in this franchise that come out in a long while. I mean, visually, I prefer uh, this art style as well to say the Sonic Colors Rise of the Wisps shorts, which I still thought were very pretty and stuff. But I just prefer this art style we got here. Yeah, and it's not that though. everybody like, are people like nobody talked about the Rise of the Wisps. Like I just saw it as just it's just a different art style, and I appreciate them doing different things. That's what I love from Sonic as a kid. Like. It doesn't have to be the exact same thing every time. And yeah, some is going to be cheaper made. Some is not going to be as smoothly animated. But it, it just looks like anime to me, I guess. Like, that's what I saw from this cutscene. It reminded me a lot of, like, like current animation styles in, you know, in anime. So I, yeah, I thought and, it was fine. And if you know anything about, like, the uh, the anime industry, it's, it's <laughs> these people are never given... Uh the the time or budget that they need to to work on these mm-hmm. uh these projects on the the scale that they're they're asked to so uh it's I, I don't know my my thing is uh again it's not fair to say that everybody that dislikes it is just following a trend or that they're invalid for for thinking one way or oh, the yeah, other no, that's I don't doubt it, it but like it, it's not obvious. fair and it's not the the takeaway that I want but I I I, I think being realistic is uh there there's one thing about like getting on here every week and like talking sonic and and stuff like that and you know it's we we got to make a a topic out of everything i can't be bothered at this stage of my life to give this much of a shit about an opening animation for a game that was announced a couple of months ago and will be out in another two like it's do you know what I mean? Does that make any sense? No, I understand. Just, yeah. Like, I think it can get tiring how, like, Sonic fans, and I, I mean, I'm, I'm sure I'm guilty of this too. I feel like Sonic fans have a tendency to hold Sonic to very weird standards. Like, sometimes it's like, okay, they got it so that he jumps when you press the jump button. That's a fucking good step in the right direction, Sega. Thank you. But then it's like, we get an animation out and suddenly it's like us, ah, but I, I expected, you know, the ultimate Studio Ghibli fucking experience out of this, you know. Like, um, it's, <laughs> it's very bizarre to me how, like, in some areas Sonic is beholden to no standard whatsoever, just as long as, you know, Sega can tie their shoelaces in the morning, we're fine. Yet in other areas, it's gotta be the seventh seal. Like, I, I said this about, like, Sonic Prime as well. Like, uh, people's issues with Sonic's characterization in that show. I just said, Sonic is not nearly thoroughly scribed enough of a character for us to be this hell-bent on maintaining that whole he's a static character, he is all good, he influences people around him. Like, he is not that scribed of a character that we can't deviate from that a little from time to time. And I, I think it's, you know... It, it, it's so weird, the standards 
that Sonic gets held to. It, it's bizarre. In some regards, higher than any others. In others, it's kid gloves. I, I, just, I don't know, you know? Like, my, my thing it gets is... It's tiring, you know? If, if the thing was released and uh, shown off and... Uh, you know, within the day, like within a couple of hours, there's a thread of, I uh, I pulled this and I started analyzing every frame of it. I'm not going to take it seriously. It's, I, I'm sorry, I can't. I think it's better to open up with, these things stood out to me when I watched it, than yeah. I paused on every frame. When you say I paused on every frame, it immediately kind of tells me you're not watching it the way it was intended to be watched. Because, again, like you Talking say, the Lion, behavior. King, the Lion King. The Lion King has you know animation errors and stuff like that because the film is not designed to be viewed frame by frame there are certain allowances as long as we're not like you know in 1960s spider-man territory where they're getting the fucking costume colors wrong you know it, it, it cut it a little slack you know like yeah yeah, yeah. what's this uh, t-lope ramp i keep hearing about t rants okay so t-lopes basically kind of uh came out with quite a long spiel on twitter about people kind of being very critical of the Sonic Superstars trailer, kind of said, you know, viewing it frame by frame, and it's like, okay, you can complain about things, or you can kind of create things and stuff. And he was visibly very upset, and it's something that he's um, kind of dialed back on. He said, you know, I feel like that was too blanket of a statement. Like, obviously nothing's immune to criticism. I don't want to suppress that. I was kind of having a bad day as it was, and, like, I obviously have a lot of love for fellow artists a lot of profound respect for fellow artists and stuff like that so it stands to reason that sometimes you know you can have quite an emotional initial reaction but he it's something where he kind of he pulled it back a bit um and i i guess that's fair i i think you know initially i you know yeah it was quite blanket statement -y. at the same time i could fully understand it you know like yeah, it's it's. I I think the creators themselves. I've no noticing this on social media too. I think those Sonic creators themselves, like everyone, everyone's just kind of hitting a, a limit here. Yeah. With the hyperfixation, like these are creators, they love to create. We all love Sonic. Not everybody wants to be obsessed with Sonic all the fucking time. And I will I will tell you right now, even if we I I did want to get this show together, do like weekly Sonic stuff, but like yeah, I get sick and tired of it too. I'm always thankful for the job, and I'm always thankful to be a part of the community. Like I mean. Wayne, we've talked about that before. It sounds like you're probably at your at your peak exhaustion right now, too. But like it's it just sounds like some of the creators here are just like, bro, we love this stuff. We love making this stuff, but we're fucking tired. It's it's, it's like just, it's, it's, it's that feeling enough, of like know? it it doesn't matter if you do something that's just okay. People will never take it for something that's okay. If it's not perfect and if it's not, you know, I, if it's not of the highest quality then the effort was wasted Even is how then. a lot of people act like it like and I... that and that's that's my thing that's my exhaustion and i i don't blame t lopes in the slightest and i almost feel like he shouldn't have apologized i i uh i don't I, blame I, him I but i think his apology was the right thing because it allowed for a more new yeah, no, I think his apology was there to save face and calm down brats who are going to cry about it. Well, I, I think, like, I think I get the feeling that a lot of creators that are involved in are tired of kind of the mentality of it's like three frames had problems out of a fucking 6,000 frame trailer. This is unacceptable. And then it's like, okay, guys, it's an error. Calm the fuck down. Everything has them. And then it's that fucking picture of Sonic chowing down on a bowl of meat. The most fucking pretentious thing ever made. 
Um, and, and my thing is, I don't even know if I would feel this way about this whole situation if it wasn't Sonic. Oh, but Wayne, you're settling for mediocrity. I don't care. I don't no, like I'm, anymore. I'm taking the face. <laughs> no, 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 I get you, I get you. I'm just like, a part of this, and, and that is to, to, to kind of, um, uh, just to kind of, to be fair here, is this is more of like my personal reaction to... Uh, some people might not even know about that that thread that was like literally just like, hey, immediately day of of just this this small animation and yes, certified studying animation frame by frame is kind of standard practice. But you usually do that with, you know, high level productions, not this. Uh, and when that was the first thing that I saw in response, I was just like, this is the Sonic fandom. This is where we are. It's a, and, it can be exhausting from our perspective because, like, we do look at this like this big, just hive mind thing when that's not usually the case. So a lot of the times, it's like, what's the prevailing opinion that's overwhelming this this circle I'm stuck in sometimes? And it's it just like it feels like it goes all over the place in terms of like where are your priorities, and that it's extremely draining. That's not entirely fair because everyone's individual and they have their own individual opinions. But like, that's where I'm I kind of what Wayne was talking about earlier, where I was getting exhausted, like. It is it's just this cute little opening cutscene. It's not that big of a deal. I'm more concerned about how this game plays. And yeah. then like looking back at like all my concerns with Frontiers and how I feel like while it's fun, it's still a janky ass game. And like in the mediocrity thing, like my priority when I hear mediocrity is like like people going to going to the front lines for games that are just fine at best. For a lot of the games, I'm just like, whatever, who cares? So it's just it's hard to be like <laughs> being in that circle and then watching that just jump around all the fucking time. So yeah. that's that's kind of where I get drained. I think it's mostly just because like this is the only Sonic thing to talk about. Right. So there's going to be a lot of more people that are deeply analyzing it when it was just supposed to be a cute little fun thing for us to chew on. And and I did want to say it's just like because, again, I do keep seeing this come back where it's just like, are, are you trying to invalidate, like trying to say this looks bad? No, I'm not. And I mean, like, I mean this in a nice way, but please don't put words in my mouth. I'm not meaning it that way. Yeah, people listen this to is this. A, this is a this is a personal exhaustion from covering this particular franchise and dealing with uh, a lot of the noise. A lot of it doesn't it doesn't matter sometimes how well intentioned the criticisms are. You've seen this fan base. You know a lot of it is not well intended. And when a lot of that is given ammunition, it becomes very loud. And if you're feeling defensive about having an opinion about it, think about how it feels being in that production and then just having all of that targeted at your work when you're literally just trying to do your day by day. I... Again, we're critics. We criticize games all the time. It would be hypocritical to say, hey, don't look at this from a from a critical lens or anything like that. Right. That's not the point. I'm just saying I'm tired. <laughs> I'm just I, and I'm just like, it's it's such a um, I don't I don't know, man. I it, it's it's just. Uh, I it, it was it was just something I thought was cute and um. And it's just like the literally the only thing I've been hearing about it is uh, everything that's wrong with it. And I'm just like, 
That's okay, man. Uh, you guys are, are free to, to criticize it. Y'all call it bad or anything. Nothing I say is going to make you right or wrong. But yeah. in a sea of voices, sometimes you start to feel like you're drowning. I'm going to tune it out. I'm looking forward to Sonic Superstars. That's going to be fucking amazing. That opening cutscene is really fucking cool. And I'm looking forward to Update 3. That's going to be fucking awesome. And I'm looking forward to the Knuckles show and Sonic 3 and uh, Prime exists. Yeah. There you go. So that ought to be mildly entertaining. I'm hoping the game is fun. Yeah, like a lot of stuff's just going to be mildly entertaining, though. Yeah. I don't know. I'm still going to have my... Gonna be like, it's going to come here, I'm going to be like, yeah, that was all right. That was a fun time. And then I'm going to carry on with my day. Oh, it'll be done in two hours. And and I'm still going to have my criticisms about the game. I, I still think it's insane that uh, they're, they're trying to market it off a of multiplayer and it's only going to be local. Yeah, that's um, ridiculous. So uh, fascinated I, though, because they've I, always done it badly. So I'm fascinated to see if they pull it off here. Uh, I think, cause, cause if anything, like local feels like where it would be messier. And that's one of those things where it's like I want to get my hands on it before before I, I dig too deep into that. But you know. I think um in that interview that I, I showed you guys where it had the fucking typo in the um, but um, <laughs> kind of funny we say the animation errors don't really matter too much, but. Then we're talking about a typo, but um, I think they mentioned that in this in this um <laughs> in this thing they said with the multiplayer, the screen basically zooms out, and I just I want to know how far does it zoom out? How far ahead of the other player can I get? That's what no, I'm intrigued God. about. I'm really really curious about that. I thought the Lego games, uh. I brought them up earlier to bash them, but now it's just like they did find a good solution for for the multiplayer like that, where it used to be you had to share one screen. And I think it was like I think I want to say it was the Lego Marvel superheroes, the first one where they started introducing uh, it was either that or one of the later Lego Star Wars games where they started introducing that once you start splitting off, it starts uh, moving into a split screen sort of thing. And I'm curious as to why they, they wouldn't just uh, yeah, I don't know, man. <laughs> I'm curious Maybe for as a to why they wouldn't just add fucking online multiplayer. Yeah, that's my thing. It's like online multiplayer is just kind of where it feels like the uh, the gameplay would just work better for for co-op. There's apparently uh, so everyone has their own screen. There's apparently a battle mode that's online, so I'm intrigued to see what that is. But I get the feeling that's just effectively a glorified scoreboard, right? But um... is, it, is it just the, Wait, the did Sonic? You, Pop, did you read out the typo? Oh, the typo. Oh, uh, hang on. Uh, I don't know if it's like a typo or just a like grammatical error. It was, I don't, know I don't, I don't fucking, it was just, it was wrong. <laughs> it's funny as hell. Let me, let me find it. <laughs> See, this is the real shit to worry about, is fucking typos in the interviews. No, that's, that's the real stuff. Uh, oh god, I'm scrolling through the chat. A lot of Flash movie screenshots in here. I think I'm gonna vomit. I... <laughs> that movie's ass. So Dustin and I were at Target yesterday. I bet he loved he it. Hit... He, he loved it, didn't he? Oh, he had a good time with it. I'm glad he, didn't he did. not say it was amazing. He had a good time with it. Tell, tell Dustin I want to be just like him when I grow up. That's that's fair. But we found a flash toy, and he hit the button, and, it says, and he says, I got the need. And there's a pause. <laughs> He's like, and then he goes, just go fast. <laughs> oh, wait, no, I found... That's funny, but it's not as funny as what I just fucking found. Let's, let's read it. The typo. I'm going to put it up on the screen. 
<laughs> it's really funny. Read it out. Read it out for the the audio folks. No, yeah, you got it. You got it. I will. I will. I definitely will. Why now includes four player couch co op? <laughs> what are you, brother? <laughs> I, I noticed that too with like uh, there was the the birthday email that I got from Nintendo. Is apparently there was a typo in there. <laughs> um, I... uh, where it was, and uh, it's just it's just funny. It's, it, I don't know if they're just cranking out too much stuff nowadays. Yeah, it was sorry, but this offer in not yet available in your region. <laughs> that was so funny. Some, some people had had I also just love that though. Happy birthday! Off. This offer is not available in your region. <laughs> Yeah, that was that was funny. I, from what I heard, it was just like a, a like some platinum points or something. It wasn't anything uh, terribly special. I I it's thought honestly, still, like I how expect funny nothing. I'm still disappointed. It, it's still the <laughs> Nintendo thing, though. It's just it was the most Nintendo thing. You both have had like tweets yeah. that have just gone kind of crazy recently. I had another really one funny. yesterday. I swear to God, I, I yeah. I, it's always it's always about me having negative takes, and I I don't like that. I don't I don't want that to be what takes off all That's the time. That's the internet, buddy. I, I hate it. <laughs> you might as well start, you know, talking about how woke movies are these days. No. There is one more Sonic thing we gotta talk about. Oh yeah, Amy's playable. Yeah, we know. God, hate injection of politics in my video games. Well, how about injection of babies? Ah, uh, what? <laughs> what? There's been a thing that I've been shared multiple times by my my normie friends, the people that live regular lives that have nothing to do with this blue rat. I'm suddenly getting uh, links to this little video about pregnant Sonic. Oh, yes! I sent that to the group chat as well. Mm-hmm. It's really fucking funny, though. And it goes hard, dude. The I didn't expect hard. it to take that turn. Oh, my God. It was just, it was just like straight-up pop-punk early 2000s Grimo early, like, pregnant Sonic. Kind of Blink-182 vibe. I'm not the stepdad. I'm the dad that stepped off. I love that stepdad as well. His voice is just hilarious. Like, so listen, good, son. Man. There's nothing wrong with pregnant Sonic. I don't even remotely like, let's, like let's it. Let's rap but... a bit. something exciting. There's a sexual nature to it. It's just like <laughs> bringing in life. Like, there's no shame in that. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> Oh my god, that's like that's the kind of stuff. Like you have to understand, like we whine about animation, or we're excited for like a literal video game, a Sonic video game. But the one thing that gets out there to the rest of the wild, wider world is, is that with perverts, with a bunch of dirty perverts, you know. No, like saying like that's what people think of the Sonic fan base. Like we're not, they don't give a shit about the movies or the games or cartoons or any of that stuff. It's like. Oh, what's going on with Sonic? Oh, pregnancy. All right. And you like Sonic, don't you, you do you play it? I still think one of my favorite interactions I ever saw was the uh, the one meme of, like, Vector uh, pouring uh, a baptismal Crystal Pepsi over a chow. And uh, somebody commented, why is it always Sonic? Why is it always this franchise? What does it do to people? Oh, why is the cleaning truck outside my window? Can you guys hear that? Why does it have to be this way? Well, I can't hear it. There's a... For the best. Ben Jack has a good point here, and I did forget about that. Um, so Comic-Con's going on right now. And I've been excited because they've been dropping a bunch of, like, Ninja Turtle toys and stuff like that. But 
Jack Specific is having a panel today, and they might be announcing new stuff. Oh, so I got some more news in regards to the figures. Yeah. I got an infinite. I'm actually jealous of you. You got that before that's shown up in my turn. They had it in stock. Uh, when I went to pick it up, the guy said that infinite, or as he pronounced it, infinite, uh, had been very popular and was selling fast, what with, like, Sonic Forces and everything. And then he went on to tell me, I'm personally more of a classics guy, so I made sure to pick up Mighty, the Armadillo, and Ray. And I was like, well, dude, that's awesome. It's cool that you actually like Sonic 2. That's adorable. Yeah. I like that. Seemed like a nice yeah, dude. I'd love to get an infinite. Hey, I have a quick, fun, dumb theory that I just spat at you. It wouldn't make any sense, but I oh, just would love why'd it. you do that? So Sonic Prime, right? When we see Shadow kind of, you know, get rainbow prisoned in the, that first episode of season Does this two. mean he's gay? Well, no, like, I'm sure it just means, like, Pirate Shadow or any of this other stuff. I would love if that was, like, the way we got uh, Mephilus. Like, that was just, like, a darker part of him that was split off. And that would explain why, you know, he's no longer as moody as he was before. Because <laughs> that's all, it's all in this version of the character. I don't know. I just want Mephilus back. I want that design back. I don't need the backstory. I want that design somewhere. I want it back, but not in Prime. I mean, maybe that would be the thing to make Prime better. I don't know. But, like... The amount of times I've said, oh, maybe that'll be the thing to make Prime better, and then it didn't get better. I mean, yeah, all right, there's a lot of stuff we're, like, where whatever with, with Prime. The one thing they seem, everyone seems to praise is Shadow. Yeah, Shadow, great. I just... it It's so embedded in what the show is, what I don't like about it. You know, that that's the Sonic Prime cast, is it's not Sonic Tales and shit, it's Sonic 9 and fucking Pirate Knuckles and shit, and it's just, I, I don't care, just move on to the next one. I wouldn't mind betting that once season three is out and they cancel it, you'll get another Sonic show that will actually be what we wanted out of Sonic Prime from the same team. I'm, I'm sure it's going to be like a separate show, but I imagine they'll keep the same voice cast. Yeah, just, um, that made me happy. I have not done any like real proper research in the behind the scenes stuff. I don't know if they've released any sort of uh, um, numbers on like how it's doing or anything like that. But we're not getting a lot of conversation about um, if they're going to continue the show or not after this point. We just know about that 24-episode run. So at the very least, we'll get the, the show wrapping up. And there's no word as to whether or not they're actually working on more right now. So unless they closed out that 24-episode run on a cliffhanger expecting another renewal, yeah, we should be getting a resolution. They they yeah. need to wrap this story up. Like, it, it, ain't, nobody, ain't nobody wanting that to, to con continue on. Yeah, it's already feeling pretty stretched out as it is, so... Everything yeah, we I'm excited to see how things like after like because I watched it that first time like really tired like all in one go, but revisiting it for the video and editing and everything like that I was like you know I, I do kind of want to see where like the story with nine goes and like there's there's some decent storytelling visually at the very least with what they're doing with with his themes and stuff like that so I'm I I do at least want to see it wrapped up the nine twist yeah. reminds me a lot of the Unzul's last minute. That was kind of cool in the end, so maybe it'll be cool here. I don't know. Is that that I, Tangled? Yeah, the Tangled off? series. Yeah, yeah. I so I, I I've never watched it. I didn't think much of the Tangled movie. I did hear that show was really good, though. Yeah, I, that too. I, I would I would say that it's you know, it's the best possible follow up. I would say, but it's got it's got a good plot and it's got good villains, and uh, yeah. 
Yeah, all look. right. I'd say, I I would say that I would try to put it on my list, but it's, it's got already filler episodes, but like that I've been... it's got filler episodes, but like outside of that, there's some really cool stuff going on in that show. So I mean, if if you like the sort of you know Disney movie stuff, like uh, you know, it's perfectly on par with you know the Rapunzel movie, or maybe dare say a little better. And, and, like, the music and the songs and stuff, I don't know, I get you the feeling you guys probably don't like the songs, but, like, they're easily up to the standard of the kind of stuff you'd get in the movies. So, yeah, if you're into Disney princesses, the Rapunzel series will be a hit. Well, there you go. Yeah, I remember Tangled being all right. That was more Gentlemen. memorable than Frozen, so. <laughs> we ready for Super Chats? Yeah, yeah. I think so. Right. I didn't hate Frozen. I, I I don't get the hype. Oh, I don't. I don't hate Frozen either. I think it's fine. Yeah, um, I, I don't get why that's the one yeah, that people fixated on, and not like Moana or Tangled. Yeah, it's it's just one of those things. It's, yeah. It got popular. I thought the second Frozen was good. That. I just I never saw it. Uh, I I just didn't really care. I there's got bored sense, and stopped watching it. There's a sense that everything's matured up a little bit, which I appreciate about it. It was funny. I remember, like, there was like some behind-the-scenes stuff where there there was like an implication that the the uh, the actors, while they were like reciting their lines, didn't even know what the full script was because it kept changing mid-production. And so they there was like one actress that was just like, "Yeah, I would have done that take a little differently if I known what was actually going on in the movie." <laughs> That's Disney for you. I mean, like they yeah. Similar thing was going on with like No Way Home as well, where they were saying they didn't even know how the movie ended while they were filming it. It was constantly made up as they went along. Yeah. Which doesn't surprise me, as the writing in that film is not exactly airtight, but I do enjoy it. Um, so, okay, shall I start us off then? Sure. Fan yeah. funding tab? Alrighty. Okay. Elytrix sends two bucks. Venom PS5 finally shown. Time to finally buy one. Yeah, like, as... Yeah, that was a bloody discussion, wasn't it? This has been a roller coaster of an episode in terms of topics. Well, I mean, there wasn't, let's be real, like, I mean, unless we, we want me and Wayne being just not super into the I'm animation not thing uh, the whole time. I'm not objecting. <laughs> I I'm fine healthy, with this. Healthy variety. I think, I think that's been... I'm happy with this, this you know? Like, yeah. Oh. Badass roller coaster. Not here, sir, with four ninety nine. Thank Perfect. you. Speaking of animation, has have any of you seen the movie Nimona? It's extremely charming. Recommend it to any animation fan. Both Wayne and I have seen it. I, I, I think I enjoyed it more than you, Nick. I did really love it though, and uh, I, I thought it hit on some things that, uh, you know, were were kind of obvious on the surface. But I thought that they uh, they delved into. Um, what it's like to try to be accepted by people and what it's like when people are acting like they're accepting you, but they're not really. I don't know. I liked it a lot. I, I want to watch it again. I thought the themes felt a little blatant and they were kind of lost when it deals with an actual superpowered shapeshifter that can turn into a kaiju. <laughs> That's just me. <laughs> I don't know. Maybe if we ever do like a deeper discussion about that, I can kind of share share why it worked for me. Uh, I suppose. Sure. But yeah, no, I I loved it. Uh, I was uh, I was I was pleased. I didn't watch a movie I, I, I because it, it had Goral in it. No, what? You say you didn't watch the movie because it had Goral in it. Well, I mean, it's it's a trans allegory movie. 
I didn't yeah. watch the movie because it had trans allegory in it. I don't oh know. Oh my god. <laughs> Is this woke? <laughs> <laughs> I saw a butterfly today with more than a few colors on its wings. I think it is woke agenda. It's very cute, and I think it's going to resonate with, with a lot of, you know, you know, younger kids and stuff like that that need to hear some of the messages it's trying to convey. I will um, probably... Check. It's not specifically for me. It's not going to hit quite as hard, and I'm a tired old man, so some of the over-energized wit grew grew a little taxing but it's it's a yeah. it's a good movie it's a good movie yeah get a lot of I the think... type 1 adhd fellow I... over here god what a loser am i right i do think they should have saved that level of energy for just nimona when some of the other characters started acting that like that exaggerated i was just like yeah let's reel it back a little bit it works for her but not for everybody i don't think it's offensive to ask why she's got superpowers i think that's fine <laughs> i think that's fine fuck's sake it's ridiculous we got to anyway. do spoiler cast at some point and we got to do spider-verse too because otherwise it's literally yeah, everything spider but spider-verse yeah we gotta do Spider-Verse. that's the one yeah. thing people that watch that's the one thing all four people that watch the spoiler cast want uh, yeah. oh also we got uh c c <laughs> man <laughs> um, is that australian dollars probably it's money is what it is yeah, with a fourteen ninety nine, uh, you've done it. You've done did it now, Nicholas. I feel oh, insulted God. by your and now I'm looking for you to live up to your name and apologize. Can you guys believe the nerve of this dang game apologist? What did you do? I, I probably would have asked something. Why she's got superpowers? This would have been way <laughs> before that. You probably did something, man. Either way, you should apologize. I don't know. I'm an ignorant old man from another another time. I'm sure I've done a lot of terrible things this episode. Let's just get the your, list uh... of your shortcomings out, and you can apologize for them one by one. Oh my god! Did, did you call your symbiote a parasite? <laughs> apologize! <laughs> apologize! Eddie. Oh, <laughs> Eggs, oh. Eddie. <laughs> I still need to watch Carnage. I, I have the 4K for it. Eat I, I just those guys. I can't. Sonny and Cher are best friends. The chickens are the fucking best part of that movie. Whoever um, had the decision of putting chickens in the movie deserves a raise. All right. So I'm up, <laughs> I presume, with yeah. our pal Jamal. Five bucks. Happy Bee Theory weekend, guys. Milk bro forever. Wallace, turtle power. Oh, yeah, Jamal ain't kidding. Thanks, Jamal. We appreciate it, dude. Boat NB with $2. Thank you. Finally, Sonic Adventure DX Ultimate Deluxe Edition. I can't wait for the Game of Year edition with the free classic Sonic NFT. Oh. I can't wait for them to break the game even further. All right. That... that. Crane? Crane? Wayne, you're up with Crimson Rose. Okay, gotcha, gotcha. Uh, Crimson Rose with $2. Have you heard the song Crushing 30s? I, I, I think I gave it a passing listen when they dropped it. I have, and it was cute. There you go. All right. Um, no. Oh, so. Yes. <laughs> okay, so, BD Chinoa with... Uh, 
Two Canadian dollars. God, that does sound a lot nicer, doesn't it? B. Dichinoa sounds much nicer than B. Dichinoa. Um, <laughs> I, I hate my blue Yeti. What should I replace it with? Gave me Focus Right Scarlet Two I Two. I can recommend that. I I like this mic. Yeah, I've got a um. As let's see, I've got. What do I got? I got a microphone. Yeah, it's an AT2020. Uh, it's a USB version. Uh, that was recommended to me by uh, by a couple other creator friends, and uh, it's been working for me so far. So That's the key, is it has to be a gift from a content creator friend. Well, it wasn't a gift. It was recommended. Nah, I had to nah, buy it. Nah, it was a gift. Mine was a gift from Gilly. Nick, who got you yours? Me. I got it because it's green, and we still don't know if that's the microphone or one of the wires that makes the horrible staticky noises. I gotta get that figured out. I've got a green cable that was given to me by Nick, so technically this is kind of a collaboration. There you go. Alrighty. Yeah. Nick! Alright. So, uh, we got Amu, the fox. I'm gonna assume that's Amu? That's how you say that? Thank you. $5, thank you. In an unrelated topics, I rewatched re one of Nick's videos. Thank you. And thanks to all the RPG town name ideas as they're on their way to Diverse City. <laughs> I get it. Thank you. The Hydro thing. Oh, man. Hydro mm. Shitty. Let's see. We got uh, Josiah Roviosa. Sorry, Rovarosa. Uh, with $9.99. Nick, where are you at when it comes to One Piece? How far are you in the series, and what do you think of it? Also, if the rest of the cast have, uh, have seen it, then what uh, are their thoughts? I'm loving it. Nick, have you ever once watched One Piece? I watched a lot of it before I ever met any of you guys. That is um, really surprising to me. What the fuck? Why? It's colorful, and it's got is a it... unique art style. It's it, it's a fun adventure. Like, yeah, I love One Piece. I love I One Piece. I didn't know you were cool, I guess. I don't, I don't fucking know. But here's the thing. I am, I'm very, very far behind on it. So I used to work at a night out of job at a hotel many, many years ago. Um, and to kind of pass the time, I was just put on One Piece, and there was a shit ton of them. But I, I only lasted up until um, the amount of episodes that was on Hulu. Um, so I think... It was right around the time jump. And that's kind of where I dropped off. And I've always been meaning to jump back into it. It's just hard to do that when you know there's still no end in sight. So, I don't know. It's not a show I'm, I don't know if I'm ever going to keep up with it week by week. I might. I mean, I did with Dragon Ball Super when that came back out. So, if I ever get the chance to catch back up, I'll, I'll probably start doing it week by week. But I, I do I do still have a fond memories of one piece and i i do want to get back into it eventually i also like one piece i like the part where monkey d luffy sails with his crew of straw hat pirates through the grand line to find the treasure one piece and become the new king of the pirates did you just did, like a... did you call him did you just call him <laughs> luffy okay what have i done wrong this time his name's luffy but why is it not fucking spelt that way then and is I'm that just give a plot synopsis off of Google? Yeah, it's from I'm Netflix. Give, I'm gonna give it to Pup though. Like he, I mean, Luffy. That's how I would say it if I didn't hear Luffy. It looks like Luffy to me. Just like yeah. Titus and Titus in Final Fantasy. Titus. Titus sounds better. Titus. Titus. So stupid. So dumb. So stupid. Do you know? Do you know that there was like a spinoff book that was technically like the third 
part of the uh the Final Fantasy X story. I where did not. um Yeah, and uh there's like a uh like some kind of like weird version of uh Titus that comes back and uh he uh he sees a uh, there's like a landmine on the beach for some reason and he kicks it thinking it's a uh a uh one of, uh, one of those yeah. those balls and fucking explodes and then like uh <laughs> she gets like fucking more ptsd than she had before just seeing his like severed head just said the sand that happened yeah i remember that is that real <laughs> yeah that's real one that's of the, real one of the funniest moments the protagonist of final fantasy 10 kicks a mine and gets decapitated well, it was, like, it was like not really him it was like a like a figment of him like kind of brought sure. back i guess because like you know was like you know i don't know yeah. it was it, and yeah no uh, fucking explodes <laughs> kicking uh, a lamp i'm gonna check that out that's amazing I, uh, I was talking about this with dustin yesterday i really like final fantasy 10 i didn't know there was so much pushback against that game I think a lot of it was just okay. So you know how everybody like squares up and down that Navi is like the worst companion character that's ever existed, and then you replay Ocarina of Time and she's fine. Yeah, I think that's people with the cutscenes in Final Fantasy X. They look at that one cutscene with the awkward laugh, and they're the one like, where "Oh, he's clearly being weird about a laugh." Like that's the he, point of the scene. That's what I mean. Here's the funny thing: I haven't played Final Fantasy X. I Hello? and I even I know that that's the point of that scene is. He's forcing himself to laugh, and it's supposed to sound Long weird. Robotic? Am I am I sounding robotic? Or is it me? Nah, you sound uh -oh. fine on my end. No. Um. Oh God! I oh think... God, Nick's dead. Oh, is he back? That that would be why Nick thought you sounded robotic. Is he back? Do we have Nick again? Uh, yeah. Sorry, I had a weird internet hiccup there. <laughs> Yeah, but even even as somebody who hasn't played ten yet, uh, even I know what the actual context of that scene was, and that people are. It's just one of those like uh, that's the uh, the gaming meme. Uh, is so people just kind of like took it as they will, you know. I really like ten. I I I thought I'd maybe not get into it again. Um, because I played it when it first launched on PS2, but then I played it when they re-released it on PS3 and Vita, and mm -hmm. like I would just play that while I was heading to work. Um. I had a really good time with it again. I think it's very linear compared to a lot of the other ones, but it's it's a really charming. That's what game. makes the charm, you know. I I, I really want to play it. I'm I'm gonna be the the weirdo uh, that that tries playing it on the original PS2 version. I know that like there's improvements with the 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 later versions, but I've I've seen some comparisons and like throwing uh throwing the PS2 version up on an upscaler versus like the HD version. It's, fucking pretentious but i legitimately think the old version looks better wait are we still talking about you, you final fantasy it, and it's also just it's kind of cool seeing the ps2 pull that that game off so. oh totally yeah. like final fantasy 10 2002 is definitely one of my favorites in the series I, we we really should get you into a final fantasy game pub i actually do think 16 might be a good way i think to get you i to... think it i think you take to 16 pretty well yeah dude i yeah. I, I love the japanese role-playing game it's not a role-playing game. It's an action RPG. Uh, I'm talking I about Final it. Fantasy X 2001, mate. My favorite one. Oh, oh yeah, that is. Yeah, that's a, that's more yeah, traditional. Just, uh, looking so, up synopsis of all this stuff. I, 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 I love how it's a, a single-player video game. That's one of my favorite aspects. <laughs> all right, gentlemen. I gotta wrap yeah, this yeah, up. Right, I gotta right, go right, pick sorry. up the friend soon. Oh, you gotta go bugger off? Soon, yeah. So we gotta keep on. All right, well, okay. So we, we got... Um, have we acknowledged that Seaman uh, uh, sent in their very first super chat? Uh, we got another first time super chatter with Echo Kaslana. 
who sends in 999. Uh, thank you. First time doing this and actually catching the show live. After several long weeks, finally managed to make it through all the episodes. Thanks, guys. Wow. Wow. Uh, it went on a binge trip of all the Sunset City episodes. Congratulations for making it. It just reminds well, me of uh, when... Make it through all the episode. Do they mean this one single episode or just... I th I think because the episode's not oh, all over, I think they probably mean all the episodes. Um, it, <laughs> I'm not going to say it. It reminds me of that bit in South Park where they complete Guitar Hero. It reminds me... <laughs> you, know <laughs> you know what I'm talking about. You know what I'm talking about. What? Now four-player episode? Let's see, we've also right. got, uh... That was very kind. Um, <laughs> no, no, really, though, that's fucking awesome. I think, Nick, you have the next one. Yeah. Uh, Alex Spark with $2, thank you. Welcome to Sunset City, where we're all sonic out. Yeah, on occasion, still love the blue boy. Untrue, I just want to get excited about Sonic without feeling sad. And I know I can do it. <laughs> 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 Amazing. You can try. Right, okay, uh, we got uh, Astonishing Red with $4.99. Red. 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 Happy birthday. Happy Friday. God, I. <laughs> Gilly's not here, give me, you idiot. Give me a second. Give me a second. Okay. Happy Friday, boys. How often do people recognize you guys in public? Sometimes or not at all. Just curious. I went to a gaming convention a, uh, like a month or two ago where not a single person recognized me, if that tells you anything. John. Nick? Um, a couple times at a gaming, uh, gaming convention. A couple times? Gaming convention? I mean, not, not, super, not super often. It's usually just us hanging out with, with Gillian ant and watching them get greeted and then never moving across the showroom floor <laughs> that's usually how the convention scene goes there and then wayne and i will get bored and start walking around looking for stuff to buy out um outside of conventions um there's actually a very recent interesting story um i just moved into my new hometown and we go to Greg's just down the street. They, if you Americans don't know, they sell like sausage rolls and stuff like that. Eno sure. food. Um, and I go in there and I go up to the garner counter and I'm just like, um, yeah, I'll, I'll just take that and a sausage roll, please. And he's like, yeah, you, you got it. Uh, I told you you sound like a YouTuber. I was like, you know, funny enough, um, I just so happened to be a YouTuber. And he goes, Channel Puff. I'm like, you got to be shitting me. How, how do... How would you deduce that from sausage roll and that, please? <laughs> like, um, but it was kind of amazing. It's kind of awesome. So yeah, now when I go in there uh, and I get like a sausage roll, like last time I went in there, he was asking me, you know, what what do you think about you know David Corrinsweet being cast as Superman? I was like, he's a great decision. I'm like, this is kind of cool. This is kind of cool. Um, so yeah, nice dude. Uh, shout out to the Greg's fella. There you go. Yeah. All right, whose turn is it? Uh, that, uh, no. Is it Pup? Pup's turn, because I read the last one. It's yeah. Pup's turn. Okay. Right. I was thrown off when we don't have a full cast. Black Yakuza 94 sends $5. Thank you. The funniest thing about Prime Shadow 
because he's the most competent version to date and not allowed to participate in the plot. And you know what? I fully agree with that. That's fucking ridiculous, isn't it, Black Yakuza 94? God damn. In it. <laughs> in it, bro. I had a lot of fun with him, like, going back while I was uh, editing that video and, like, actually just watching him a little bit more when Nine showed up. So, like, I was, I think I was really tired by the time the finale showed up that first time around, but, just, like, Shadow's just, like, carefully observing Nine and, like, just flat out spelling things out for Sonic and things like that. I don't know. It's, he's really good. He's really good in that. Ah, so people have to fight outside my window. This is a the true outskirts of London night. This <laughs> who's winning? Uh, I don't know. <laughs> I'm All just right, right, Con. Hearing a lot so of anger much for, the, for the first ever super chat uh, through a buck and then uh, follow up with ten. Thank you. Bit of a goof as I figure out this super chat stuff. Long story short, just hopeful Prime isn't the end of this animation style for Sonic. Even with its flaws, it has a lot of potential. That wasn't a goof. You just meant to send us 11 bucks because you're being real generous, Rykon. No, seriously, thank you. Um, I fully agree. Like, if they say, you know, we're getting another show with this animation style and it's not Prime, I'll be happy as Larry. Right? Yeah, that's... I just voice cast to disappear. I agree. I, I uh... That that's my thing. It's like a, I've bitched and moaned about Sonic Prime. The it's it's very well animated, and I think that uh, the work that they put into the visuals really shows. And I would like to see more of that. It's definitely a cut above of what you normally get to see from like three D animation for for TV. And without being that prick, um, I think Sonic Team or whoever animates these games. Could learn a thing, a thing or two from the Prime animation, and I, I know it's a different style, but here's, here's what I'm getting at. The eyebrows. They use the eyebrows to make him look sad and stuff, and like, if they did that in the games instead of using his eyelids, that'd be kind of badass. Not gonna lie. I mean, I praised it in that first video, and I'm still gonna keep it up. Like, they, they understand that Sonic's made for movement, and they never forget that. And even though I get a bit tired of some of the samey battles, just seeing them express themselves through action is is top notch. I I think that's the strong suit of this show compared to I think any other bit of Sonic media I can think about, honestly. Like that's that's where this this uh, this one stands out compared to other Sonic cartoons at the very least. So I really hope they uh, they utilize that somewhere. I would like us to get somewhere where we're like we have a stronger. Like, it's not just boom, where everything looks stiffer, but it's funnier, where this is a little more dragged out, but the animation is really fluid. I really hope next time around it's a little more balanced, just a little bit more clever to, to really match with that amazing animation. So, yeah. Guys, yeah, right. Th this, this will highlight an issue for me, all right? And it's a little trivial, but, like, look, look, look at it. He's made it look sad here. Look, look at his eyebrows. <laughs> you notice all the sadness is just his eyelids. His eyebrows yeah. are perfectly normal. Meanwhile, fucking even he's an action figure. Even boom, like fucking boom. Look, look that that's how you, you that's how you do it. That's how you Am do I it. being a hypocrite here? Like comparing these animation styles while also saying I don't I don't give a shit about the animation quality of the opening cutscene. Oh, definitely, definitely. There's a no. I, I would say look. The animation quality of the uh, opening cutscene of Superstars is still quite a cut above the animation quality of general Sonic games. I mean, especially fucking 
Lost Worlds emoting. I think improves a little bit in Frontiers because they start, you know, making his ears flop down when he's sad and shit, and I think that's quite cool. But like, you know, there's still there's still room for improvement. You know, I, I want to see him use the eyebrows. You know, like he's got him, use him. You know, hell yeah. I like to see him be a bit more expressive. I guess that's why I don't mind the opening cutscene because even if it isn't as top quality as other uh, classic Sonic games of recent years, it's still it still does the job it needs to be doing. It's very expressive. I do like the dynamic camera work. I even with the more choppier frames, I still think it looks really nice and moves around nicely. But yeah, like look everything at these... is still a step above like the cutscenes of Sonic Teams games. Look at I these last two though. <laughs> look at them. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Night and day. Yep. Night and day. All right. Gentlemen. About ready to wrap it up for today? Uh yeah. 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 Play us cool. out, Wayne. Oh. Yeah. Uh, well, uh, Pup, what are you working on right now? Uh, okay, so I am right now working on the next part of the Spider-Man retrospective series, and this episode is a big one, those of you who give a shit, um, as we'll be finding out the mystery of the very first live-action Spider-Man, and it's not who you think, and you're gonna have a few surprises in there. Definitely go check it out, all right, when it's out. It's not gonna be out tonight, but it will be soon. Check me out. Yeah. Uh, Nick, what are you doing? I'm taking a, break, a little bit of a break. Uh, most of my Sonic Origins uh, script is done. I'll get that up and running here sooner rather than later. Like, I was like, well, as late as it is, like, we'll just go super deep dive on all this stuff. Um, but outside of that, I just got two videos done this week, both of them Sonic Prime related. So we've got a video about Chaos Sonic, and I got a video just kind of giving my general thoughts about. Uh, Sonic Prime Season 2, so if you want to give that any love and support, definitely appreciate that. Yeah, okay, and as for me, uh, Digimon World 2 has been... Uh, I'm working on it, I, and I've been saying that for like what feels like half a year at this point. Um, but I'm hoping over the next week or two I can finally finish playing the goddamn game. And then uh, I'm really hoping by the end of August I can have this video out there. And I'm really hoping you guys tune in for that because this this is a big one. And it's it's taken up most of my ability to to work on a lot of other projects over the past couple of years. Um, I've been also been trying to throw up more blooper reels and everything on my Patreon. So, you know, that's all there and everything like that. And I, I guess the only other thing to keep an eye out for is I started drawing again. And I'm trying to post more stuff on on social media for for artwork and everything i, I want to start taking up art stuff again because i used to do that and i've been bad about that so yeah that's awesome nick i've just had a, a brilliant idea for you what for next month a theme month all right so like, obviously you've got mecha march madness uh, november chaotix ixus norgust Do every so Ixis really Snorgus comic. That's really cute. That's really cute. <laughs> That's really cute. <laughs> uh, yeah, I don't think that one's going to do very well, but I do love the wordplay. I, I fucking hate Ixis Snorgus. He's a boring villain. Yeah, I agree. I don't yeah, like him either. 
What is he? What? It's just a he's a wizard. That's it's so... it's a it's a Satium Archie thing. Don't worry about it. A saddle okay. wizard. You know, it, it was in I that will, era. <laughs> it was in that era where it's like, oh, we got to have a villain that's not Robotnik. What should we come up with? Wizard. <laughs> Fuck. Oh man, that would be pretty wizard. So, surprise, surprise! It's uh, when Ian Flynn got a hold of him, made him way more interesting. But yeah, it's literally a punchline at this point, isn't it? <laughs> but yeah. when Ian Flynn did it. <laughs> Yep. Yeah, you know. It's either a testament well, right. to how good Ian Flynn is or the shit he's working with. <laughs> all right. I think that's about everything that we got for today. Nick, I know you got to be getting out of here. So uh, thank you all for joining us. And uh, we'll be back next week. I, I won't Ooh. be here next week. I don't think. No, because is there a new time Last slot? Thing. Or is that the final... Ooh, uh, no, I think it's Friday next week, but uh, that is a good... That Thank you for bringing that up. Um, I think uh, we said starting in August. Uh, it looks like we may actually be starting to change the, uh, the time slot. Uh, so same time of the day, but we're going to be having to move things to Monday instead of Friday. So we'll be, we'll be holding, uh, holding Sunset City on Mondays. Uh, mostly just scheduling things. Uh, just got kind of wonky and we're just trying to make sure that uh it fits in a way where everybody can still make it so the next one's so, still friday but the one after that will be the first of a monday back right at least that's my understanding um i i, I think we'll we'll try to have like an official announcement uh, up once we uh once we get the rest of that sorted keep an eye on the twitter yep yep and uh i guess that's all we got so uh where'd you put the body pup I ask.